0: Beneath the quiet fishing town of Otari, something sinister has awoken. The sorceress Belcora Harovex, destroyed nearly 500 years ago by the Guard, has returned. Her spirit will not rest until it finishes what she started so long ago, the destruction of Absalom, and with it, Otari a band of heroes have united to answer the call, delving beneath the mysterious lighthouse known as the Gaunt Together, they discovered a dungeon that Belcora called the Abomination Vaults, originating from a site where their outer goddess Nimbaloth once brushed against this world. During their adventures, the heroes have managed to dispatch cults dedicated to the Ghost Queen, the self-appointed guardian of the lighthouse named Volek, a flesh warper conducting strange experiments in his laboratory named Jafaki, and most recently, a contract devil named Eurevian, general to Belcora's armies, now sent back to the Nine Hells. With the pathway cleared, the heroes of Atari must take up their weapons one last time, descend down into the lowest levels of the Abomination Vaults, and face off against Belcora once and for all, hoping to find a way to put an end to her vengeful quest. Will the heroes succeed in their task, Or will they, like so many before them, finally succumb to the eyes of empty death. The camera fades in on the heroes of Otari, sleeping through the night in some bunk beds in a guest room within the drow city of Yildaris, deep beneath the surface. The heroes find themselves guests here, while the proposed alliance between this group and the drow is being considered by the lung- young leader, Quara. She invited you to stay here while she consulted with her seers. And that is just what you have done. Wait. This deep in the Abomination Vaults, you are feeling the weight of your quest. The entire city of Otari... And especially the nearby metropolis of Absalom, both hang in the balance. Belcora Harovex, the sorceress once slain by the Rose Guard in these very vaults, haunts this place again. And for the first time, you have seen her face to face today, and survived to tell the tale. For now. New Lara, as your eyes grow heavy and you feel yourself drifting off to sleep, you become keenly aware of the whispers surrounding the room. Your head still feels cloudy from the day's events, hoping a good night's sleep may resolve it. But it's hard to sleep with the whispers following you. Bang, bang, bang. A knocking at the door wakes you up from your sleep, you hadn't even realized you were in, as the unlocking sound from the outside echoes in the silence. Shortly, a door opens, and a young Drow woman, and a young Drow woman dressed in fine armors appears. Come, Quara summons you to the meditation cavern. She stands there, the hand on the hilt of her blade watching your moves carefully as you move to stir awake.
1: I don't...
0: I think the body language speaks for itself here, right? Okay. (laughs)
1: Bathroom.
0: (laughs) She leads you through the dark hallways past the forge in the meeting room before two guards standing outside a large set of double doors, each one opening One of the doors for you. The scene beyond is breathtaking. This massive cavern looks left in its natural state, and in those gray stone rock veins of crystals glow, clustering, or glow and grow, clustering into massive formations that jut out of the smooth surroundings into sharp decorations. Shades of pearl white dark purple, glimmering blue, and brilliant scarlet all mingle here to create a beautiful, peaceful spot. A shallow pool of water sits at its very center, its bottom and sides filled with those same clusters of crystals growing on the wall. Across, standing here in this chamber with a smile, is Quarra. Flanking on each side of her are two hooded figures whom you saw earlier in the day. Her seers. Twins. Both silent, but ever watching. Quara looks up. Thank you, Salisa. You may leave us. The angry-looking drow Who escorted you nods and makes narrow eyes at Halarmony and Mukta. I will be right outside if you need me, she says in Elvish. She strides out of the room and the doors close behind her. Thank you for joining me, she begins in Elvish. She looks to one of the seers and gives a little nod. As she does, one of them begins casting a spell. Clathar here is going to cast a spell to make sure that we can all speak and hear one another properly. For those of you who don't speak Elvish, as this spell washes over you, her words begin to become clear and make sense in your mind so that you can understand her by the end of the sentence. You can all now understand and speak elvish she gives a smile tensions were a bit higher than i liked earlier but my seers here foresaw you coming in a vision they had they gave me your descriptions the boy with the silver tongue a woman sworn to protect the others. A criminal desperately trying to er- erase the sins of his past. And an elf, out of his elements, straddling two worlds. They saw the threads of fate being woven, and told me our fate as a people are entwined within your quest. Between you and me, I don't typically believe in this fate mumbo-jumbo. And yet, here you are. She pauses for a moment, considering you guys as a group. Tell me the truth, please. What are you hoping to accomplish here with your quest against Belcora? I, uh... Mukdo will look towards Hal if he's not going to
2: speak uh, we uh, we just want to defeat her see her vanquished um, protect uh, the people above huh? but and why maybe... why do you not want to protect your home here
0: more than anything
2: That would be the same for us, There each of us, I think, have uh, places and people above that we want to protect more than anything. And if that anything means defeating Belcora, then
0: uh, that's what we'll do. I'm going to be very honest with you. Yildaris ex- only exists at Belcora's pleasure. It was here when she first created her vast dungeons. At the time, my grandfather was its leader. Belcora made allies of several groups, including the drow, the Erdifens to the west, and the deep gnomes above, who have since embraced undeath. To each of us, she gave a large, magical lens with strange powers. For safekeeping, I believe. Ours was known as the Ochre Fulcrum lens, and it could manipulate emotions. But there was more to the lens. My grandfather told my father, Larothals, who became Yodaris' leader after him. But my father never told me their secrets. She sighs. Turning kind of like idly, running her finger along a crystal. You see, like, her shoulders slump a little bit. I was never meant to lead. My older sister was to succeed my father. They both embarked on a secret expedition a few years ago on an island in the Great Lake. And the Erdifan warlord Kerfell caught and killed them. She kind of turns looking in your direction their expedition had something to do with that lens though i believe and i suspect that my father had it with him perhaps he hid it someplace perhaps kerfell took it i don't know what i do know is belcora came to me as a ghost shortly afterward she insisted that i renew my grandfather's vows and that I swear Yldaris' support and aid in the surface invasion that drives her even in death, the very one that you are here to prevent. For the good of Yoldaris, I renewed those vows that my grandfather made. If I didn't, my people would be at risk. But I've never felt bound by mere words. She looks to her seers. I won't help her. She spins, giving you her full attention. I'll help you. We, and she kind of spreads her hands outwards, will help you. You're welcome in Yildaris as long as you'd like. Now, I'm sure you have many questions for me.
1: Uh, You you mentioned the lenses and, and how your father... Uh, brought it with him. So does that mean it's not here? It anymore? has been
0: lost for about three years now. Three years. It was oh, uh, a closely guarded secret. Would you
3: our- say that it uh, makes you... He controls emotions, like emotions that really make you mad?
0: No more more detached, more Mm. even-keeled. It was hard to get a reaction out of him sometimes, like, like he was distant. Hmm.
3: And I look over to Mukta. Yeah, that lens we found yesterday really made me angry. How how are you doing, Mukta?
0: I, uh... Lens? (laughs)
3: We, uh... That's what what my magic told me.
2: It was some kind of lens. I'll, at this point, pull out the uh, lens. (laughs) Seeing as it's already... The lens is out of the bag. Uh
0: Uh-huh. So, you pull the lens, and she kind of, like, strides your direction a little bit. And she kind of holds her hands out. She's like, may I? There's a brief pause. Uh-huh.
2: And then Mukta thinks like we're in the middle of their city.
0: Like, <laughs> And I give it to them. Okay. I give it to her. She takes the lens and she kind of holds it in both her hands. And she smiles, cocks her head to the side. This is not the lens I knew as a girl. This is not my father's lens. Where did you find this?
3: Oh, I still got these voices in my head. Maybe uh, I'm inheriting it from you, Nular. This, right. uh,
1: it's in there.
3: This monster, right? He had this big head and with all his big teeth. And he bit, uh, looked up pretty good. Um, he was carrying Zeth around uh, mm-hmm. when we were bringing back Foxy. Kind of
2: no head and corner. no head and all teeth, really. <laughs>
1: only mouth
0: the Gugs had this but to my knowledge there were only three lenses one she kind of looks down she's like I wonder I wonder whose lens this was and you can see her like fingers sort of like wrap around it she starts kind of feeling the energy and like as she's holding it you can kind of see a little bit of that like crimson sort of like fluttering in the middle start pulsing a little bit
3: well be careful that will uh,
2: really piss you off I mean make you angry you said that your father was detached yes when he yes. held his lens uh, from what um, well you remember how Hal was act- how my friend Hal here was acting the other night yeah, the other day yes Yes? You see him now? Do you, do you see any difference?
0: Much more even-keeled, I would say, today.
2: I uh, have not had the time to properly study the, that lens as much as I would wish, but uh, I think that lens might be the cause. It might not be the best thing for a leader such as yourself to hold on to.
0: I... Re, she hands it back to you, Mukta. Besides, this one is a lot smaller than my father's. Look, we just we just
2: found it. I'm not, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, need to, no need to be like, oh, mine is better.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> when, we, when we when we were in the uh, the cabin, there were whispers, and then one of the things that it said that was that. There's another lens, but with a dragon. Do you know any dragon?
0: Her eyes go pretty wide at this. And she says, she looks back at her seers, and she looks back at you. There is a dragon that makes its lair near here. Ravarex. Kind of stay out of his territory, and... He mostly leaves us alone. But the only other lens around here other than my father's was Kerfell's. The Erdifens who slayed my father, they had a a lens. We'd heard reports that perhaps the dragons and the Erdefends may have been working together I'm not sure what to make of this. First, I've heard of it.
1: Why do urtifans sound so familiar? Like, I keep hearing elephants inside my head.
0: Um, <laughs> So, the the one urtifan <laughs> you've you seen an <laughs> you urtifan, it was the barkeep at the tavern where you guys performed. Oh, the clear course. with the belly in the middle. And oh, um, Foxy told you guys how he had been kidnapped by urtifans and sold ah, okay. there, taken up there, and kind of pawned off into... Soup. Oh,
1: well if I remember correctly and I'm sorry if I'm wrong my mind is very hazy at the moment the whispers only said that there were three so if one is if one belongs to your dad this is another one the last one would be with a dragon
0: well the one my father had was lost perhaps perhaps the dragon found it perhaps the dragon took the urdefens I'm not sure
1: Would your seers be able to find them?
0: She looks to them, and they just have that, like, glazed-over look, and they're just, like, staring, like, no. And she's like, "Uh, it doesn't really work like that on demand. You can't just, like, ask questions, and then, and then, right on cue, right? (laughs) The sort of, like, tone changes in the room, and the, uh, the, the little seers begin... Sort of like chanting, like, oh, and then she's like, hold that thought. Maybe you can turn it on demand. (laughs) And then one of the twins begins talking. You watch both their mouths are moving in sync and in unison with each other. But the voice is only coming out of one of the two. And it makes it hard to really know which one's talking at the time. But it's like, there is more one of the twins says the other one finishes the sentence where the first one began that you should know Quara her eyebrow raises and she's clearly got her interest piqued as she looks at the drow and then she's they've paused for way too long and she's like continue like really impatiently the ochre lens lies in a dark and wet place Kerfell didn't claim it. Larathals dropped it in the water to deny it to his enemy. He died, attempting to learn more of its purpose. More than the partial truth we know. And then right here, the other one kind of picks up right where the first one stops talking. We have seen in a vision that the stones both Empower the ghost queen. And yet hold the key to her demise. They are slivers of something ancient. Alien. Evil. And hungry. We saw the eyes of empty death! They cry in unison. She separated the lenses because together they draw the baleful attention of the empty death herself even the ghost queen cannot withstand the empty death when their powers are joined within her the secrets to the lenses are in the old treasure vault which overlooks the lake find the lenses and the answers, Larithal, sopped. And they both sort of slump over and kind of go back to their quiet self. She's like watching this, right? And you can see the, the like curiosity in her face. And she kind of like, it, by the time that this, this thing is finished, the camera kind of pans over. She's soled up besides you guys just watching this unfold like it was like a, a soap opera that she's really like interested in. She's like, I would say you get used to Basrod and Clathor, but you never really do. Let me assure you, when they speak, it's important. Now, this is all news to me, but when the Cavern Seers speak, it's to the benefit of Yildaris. And you as well.
1: So there's a lot of information that she gave. They gave. I'm sorry.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah you know what though it i'm you know you hear in the stories all the time that like prophecies and seers it's all this confusing wording and everything this is pretty direct i'm I'm pretty actually thankful (laughs) you know it's pretty clear what we have to do
0: (laughs) yeah they're not always so direct it's it's very very easy right but this isn't some easy mission i mean the vault they speak of they make it sound like that's that's where my father died he died seeking this knowledge
1: where would that be, again? Above us, below us,
0: Near On this the level, lake, right? In the hunting grounds. And uh, there's there's a lake here on the hunting grounds, and uh, you know, no more than a quarter mile from here. Uh, Was
3: that, uh, is that that big lake? Was that big frogs that poked his head out when we were coming here with Foxy?
0: Is that the lake? Oh, oh, that sounds like the lake on the farm. Different, mm, differently that's right
1: So that's where the ochre might be lying is is that lake dark and Dark wet. and wet
0: If I was to quantify whether this lake was dark
1: <laughs> and wet I would have to say of course it's a lake I felt I, I, I felt that the wet was sort of given considering that it was a lake. But the dog pot, you have all these crystals. I'm stupid at the moment. So the, I'm slow.
0: <laughs> well, my father did take the lens to the vault. I, be- I always believed he took the lens to the vault to learn more of its secrets. And if what they're saying is true, he might have dropped it in the lake.
4: So, where is the lake at? Can you uh, give us some directions?
0: Wow. How to find it? You guys it? are go getters, aren't you? Like, you know about the lake, and you're just just ready. I mean, yeah. If you if you want to go, I could I could have you.
1: No, we could sit down and talk. No, no. I, I'm I don't just... think I've. I'm No Lara. I couldn't understand your name earlier. Quara. I Quora. 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 It's nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you. Quora. I I don't mean you know. We are very reserved people here. It's usually just about survival and. Carving out our territory and pushing back against those which would do our people harm—it's it, very refreshing to see someone be like, "Yeah, point me in the direction and send me off." Gotta say, is, is are all surface dwellers like this? Well, I mean, Clovis is
2: a rare gem. Um, your seer's got a few things wrong. I'm not an elf. Um, Clovis could be a could be a criminal. I'm not sure he hasn't hasn't really
0: told me much about his background, but. Uh, that's true. <laughs> you actually get a, a, a slice smirk out of one of the twins.
1: Cora, I have a question. You did sure. say that uh, Ildaris was made because of Belcora. Did I get that right? correct? Or my Ildaris pe- owes no, itself yeah, to her?
0: My people were here well before Belcora. Ah,
1: all right. We,
0: we lived in these caverns for millennia and when she came on her crusade she, she only spared us because my grandfather made the vows that he did it was jo- it was join us or be crushed by us hmm. and the same arrangement exists technically today we only exist because she allows us to and This is our home. We don't want to leave and go somewhere else. As you said, though, when you exist at the whim of another
2: person, you're only surviving. You're not thriving. Right.
0: And I think that's where my grandfather got it wrong. And I think my father knew that. Luckily for my father, he didn't have to personally deal with Belcora. I thought I would have the same rain it's only in the recent years that she's returned and put me in this tough spot
1: so they've only really interacted with each other in passing they've never had conversations your grandfather would maybe have a journal in regards to that would probably give us more information on Belcora
0: unfortunately I don't know much more than what I've shared with you I mean there are stories like I was never supposed to lead That was my sister's job. He taught her. He gave her the secrets. He trained her. But they died together in that lake. I'm sorry. I don't...
1: I don't know. No, don't be sorry. You're doing... You're doing your best. Sometimes the best is all you have. And your home hasn't fallen yet. So you're doing a pretty good job.
0: Well, she kind of like... Goes over and starts like trailing her foot in the water a little bit as she's talking. And she's just like, I just figured it's if you're giving me an opportunity, an out, we'd be foolish not to take it. And we want to see you succeed.
2: No, I was just going to say, has there been much trouble
0: with these, uh, Urdafins lately? Urdafins. Elephants.
1: Elephants.
0: They're, they're kind of our primary. A primary enemy, uh, especially considering that they slaughtered my father and sister, I have kind of sworn a vengeance against them. I would be I'd be lying if I wouldn't say that we have committed similar atrocities in our history against their people. But this is this is what she wants. She wants us and them to be at odds with each other, to keep our attention away from the secrets of these lenses and on each other.
4: Just remember, when the elephants fight, it's the grass that suffers.
0: Uh, the grass, in this case, being your town, your surface dwellers. That is correct. My people. Your city as well. Their people. My city.
2: And uh, what? where do these uh, ur fins dwell? Where is their territories? Is-
0: they live just on sort of the southwestern edge of the lake, and our territory would be like the southeastern part of the lake. So between us is a, f- a fungus patch that is kind of contested territory. That is where they would be, just, just near the lake, which potentially contains this crystal, this lens my father dropped, as well as the Belcora secret vault, they're all pretty close to each other. And this dragon, a little bit in a different direction, a little bit east of all of that. He, he's very, very capable and very brash about. He doesn't hide where he is. He wants everyone to know exactly where he is. <sighs> well.
2: Lucky for us, we have a dragon slayer among us, <laughs> Uh
0: Maybe you look down. You're wearing the Drake skin armor, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's time for a real dragon. Do you have a uh, like a?
4: It would. He would look good on me too.
3: Somebody uh, who can uh, remove our f- friend's stupor, stupidness. I mean. No, you can't rock I know You can't do all of it, but like uh not uh, not feeling
0: she's not feeling so hot. <laughs> I can't do all of it, sorry. I just <laughs> <heard> it. <laughs> Most of our magic is in the sort of the twins here, who are not so much healers as they are oracles seers, so to speak.
4: So Clovis will kind of reach out and <clears throat> I'll pull out this the uh, scroll. And uh, hmm. maybe this scroll I have here might work. I'm not quite sure.
0: What, what scroll you? do you have?
4: Uh, scroll of Restore Senses.
0: Okay. Let's check it out. What's
4: it do? I don't know if it'll do Stupefied, though.
0: So Restore Senses. Definite and Blinded. Yeah. Restore Senses will only do Definite and Blinded. Damn. Unfortunately. All right. hmm
4: all right damn it
0: yeah and i i did check i don't think there's any any of the drow are capable of doing this restoration that you were uh asking about how but clovis you know should theoretically be able to prepare it so as like you guys kind of the conversation kind of starts winding down a bit you guys are sitting around chatting i mean if you have any other questions she'll she'll answer talk whatever you guys want to know but like Basically, with, with some of the secrets of Bokora revealed by the oracles, by Quara, you see sort of right now your choices are laid out before you. Multiple paths, each what must be resolved to defeat Bokora, lie here, right? Two missing lenses mm-hmm. and a mysterious vault mm-hmm. on the lake. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> the All vault right. contains like the, the mysteries that Quara's father died trying to seek. It likely contains answers to many of the questions you guys have. And the lenses, if the twins are to be believed, are the key to Belcora's defeat in some way. Those two lenses must be found and retrieved. So, my, my positing to you as a group is this is the time for you guys to sit around and figure out which task are you going to tackle first?
3: Well... We want to go visit the dragon. I'm not so sure I want to do that right away. Um, uh, 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 do you think that dragon can beat that giant spider that's on the outside of
0: your entrance back door? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I, I don't imagine it would be much of a of a challenge.
1: All right, a spider.
0: Mm, okay. Um, uh, well,
3: it's either door number one or door number dead. <laughs>
0: Actually, how? if you'd like, why don't you make a recall knowledge check, a secret recall knowledge check. It can be, if you have dragon lore of some sort, otherwise you're looking at, to know what you know about dragons, it'd be arcana. Or if you'd rather use a different lore or a different skill, you'd let me know what you'd like to roll. The easiest is arcana. Okay, so the way it works, right? The easiest is like a specific dragon lore. The next one would be some sort of unspecific lure that's adjacent, and then the third tier would be, like, Arcana, and then the fourth catch-all is, like, nature or occultism and stuff like that. Yeah.
3: I'll try Arcana. Give me an Arcana.
0: They're kobolds!
1: (laughs) Everything's a kobold.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Private GM, private GM roll. Roll. Yes. Hopes it rolled for me.
0: Alright, well... Now we see what it is So what you know about Dragons like this Is they are really scary And mm-hmm. Probably Not to be trifled with But nothing specific You don't get a sense For the Level of the creature Because that is one thing you can get with Not just kind of the level of the creature That world's yeah. not high enough to really ascertain the level of the creature That you're about to yep. go up against
3: so Clovis, can you fix Nolara tomorrow? Do we take uh, one more day and make sure our weapons are sharpened and our uh, songs are in tune or in harmony?
4: That's, uh, that's a good idea. I think uh, Mr. Harmony and getting in harmony, uh, I can work on uh, seeing what I can do to get rid of whatever's making her stupid.
0: <laughs> Nolara, they keep calling you stupid.
4: She's
1: whistling.
4: Sorry. Um, Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I heard the word dragon, and, uh, you know, even though it would look good on me, uh, it does make me a little nervous.
3: Did your family have any, when you went to, I'm assuming somebody went to the lake to check on what happened, and that's how they found uh, they had passed. Uh, Were there any reports that happened that day, or any things that we knew of like did the does the elephants have like those giant elephants with the big
0: things on the back that people ride in or is it something no no the urnifans are are much more humanoid in shape and clear skin and they kind of uh from from all eyewitness accounts and the survivor account that we had shortly before you know the the person that returned died is they were on their way to The secret vault. When Kerfell assault, like attacked and assaulted my father by surprise, Mm. ambushed them and killed him. And you know, I was, I was not in on, on, what was going on. So I don't know what they were doing. Was he? We never saw the lens again. So I knew he had the lens with him. I just assumed that that was why they attacked him to get his lens.
1: It, was it because they weren't given
0: one? They were. Oh. Kerfell. Right, right, right. Kerfell's lens is, is the hugest out of them all. Literally, it, he straps it to his back with wire and never lets it leave his, his, mm. himself. It, it's just kind of like you're wearing the shield and you're back there, only bigger. And that is how he carries his lens.
1: Is the lens that we got from the Toothy Maw monster the same size or bigger than my shield? He,
0: he, the one that, that you guys have right now is probably, probably a little smaller than your shield, but not by much. Okay.
1: So it's not this one. Right. Uh, wait, so there's four lenses?
0: There's three that she knows of, at least. Hmm. See what did the, what did the uh, what did the dragon or this? They said three, uh, right total. So there's there's the one that her father had, which she said was the ochre lens. Mm-hmm. There's this one that you guys have, which through your like kind of magic and understanding is the crimson lens, and then Erdafin's the Car- Kerfell, the Erdafin has what kind of is collectively referred to as the emerald lens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, maybe this is actually a good a good moment where like Clovis as you're talking about this and talking about, you know, they're talking about these things. These lenses are infused with the essence of something otherworldly. Right. I think there's that moment when your eyes drift towards the whispering reeds, Right. Mm hmm. The kind of stuff they're talking about is right up your alley, Clovis, and the stuff that you've been learning about. Potentially, there's more information that you could learn in that book. It sounds vaguely familiar to something you might have read in there. But whether or not how you want to do that, because you don't have the book, right? Nulara still has the book safely tucked away from you. So that's all I'll tell you.
4: Nulara, uh, what they're saying kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of what I read in the book that you are holding. Maybe, uh, maybe I should read some more of it later.
1: Later, like when we're all asleep.
4: Mm, or asleep, or some downtime.
1: I prefer that you read it in front of us in case something bad happens.
4: Okay, I can do that. Do You want to do it now? No, let's wait till we have some downtime. Uh, we got a lot going. I want to. I want to work on making you feel better. Oh. Think that is priority.
1: Uh, it's just it just sounds muffled inside my brain. It's just foggy. Yeah.
4: So I want to work on that. See what I can do. See if I can uh, get rid of that fogginess.
1: Uh, oh yeah, thank you. I would appreciate that.
0: So, if you guys are interested in, as you proposed, I was taking like just an extra day of downtime to sort of cast the what is the spell called? Like rest duration or something like that i think it's called i don't remember what it's even called and to remove the stupefied condition and then still like do anything like just have a whole day of downtime to prepare then that that could work i mean there's so there's no hard timetable necessarily that you guys are aware of other than you know you know that belcora is active and, and nearby right that's that's about it right okay so if you guys want to spend some there, time, you guys let me know
4: all right is, is there a time limit on the the restoration for me to be able to uh do it
0: uh so it's just In an hour it, a couple hours it's a second level spell and it just takes one action i okay. think i mean look okay. at the spell i don't know exactly what it says so restoration is a second level spell one minute casting time. So not it's not quite one action, but it's one minute of casting time. And okay. it should just remove it.
4: Yeah. All right. So we don't need a lot of time.
0: Yeah. If you took one extra day, you'd be able to remove that and still have all your resources going into the next day. So if that's what I want to do, then that's fine. We have a montage scene, which includes you preparing the restore spell, restoration, casting it on new Lara, which does sort of remove that curse. So I like to imagine you guys do it here in this cavern with this, like, water, you know? And, like, kind of submerge yourself in the water and, like, just pull the, like, whispers out of her head. And they kind of, like, disperse, like, shadows into the crystals that get, like, absorbed. But beyond that, what else happens in your guys' downtime day montage? And Nudara.
1: Yes? Uh,
2: How much, I mean... You, I know you're pretty strong, but you're carrying a lot of our stuff. Um, how much more could you carry? And you notice Mukta's been pretty slow this entire time we've been in this city. Because I am encumbered.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, could... they took all your weapons and armor, so...
1: <laughs> you we might still not don't be have it?
0: No. Yeah, you're light. Now. <gasps> yeah, you, you're still definitely not armed. Although, you know what? After that night, when she makes you allies... She would let you guys get your stuff back. So during the montage, part of the montage is all the stuff being given, and then we can go from there. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, with everything, I could still carry a bit. Like how heavy? Of
2: I, I pull out the like lens. an equipment you
1: have the lens. Okay. How big is that again?
2: Uh, it's one bulk, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, one is cool. one bulk. Yeah.
1: Yeah, not a problem.
2: I'll put it on the party loot. Okay.
1: Before we leave Cora, can I just say Cora? Yes. We sounded I just realized how calloused we sounded earlier. Uh, while we were making plans for what's next. I just um on behalf of the rest of the party, I'm sorry that you lost your family. And that you're left with this responsibility
0: she actually seems genuinely surprised that you would even care. You know, like, do you honestly care? I mean, we have just barely
1: met. Loss is loss. I've heard somewhere that, you know, grief is the perseverance of love. And you obviously love both your father and your sister a lot. And, Since you have to lead, you're not able to, I could only assume, you're not able to grieve for them properly. You're not wrong. You're doing the best you could.
0: I just like to think most of the time, I just, I think, what would father do? It's like, I I feel like I'm not me, I'm just an imitation of what I thought my father is. Does that make sense?
1: It does actually. It is, I
0: don't know this is this is the first time I feel like I'm not 100% sure my father would agree with me backing you guys as a group. You know?
1: But isn't it exciting? You're making a decision for yourself.
0: Exciting, maybe terrifying absolutely. Cuz if I'm you know, so- wrong and you guys fail, you know, we're gonna be slaughtered.
1: Sometimes you just need twenty seconds of courage to do something that's terribly scary. Because at the end, more often than not, those things are the most satisfying. So hopefully we satisfy this risk that you decided to partake.
0: I hope I've made the right decision and I mean with your guys' go get get 'em attitude, I I feel like I'm putting you know, I'm back in the right spider here.
1: Oh no, don't jinx it. The last time someone bid us good luck, we had a hard time.
0: (laughs) Okay, Mm -hmm. so.
1: Do your best. Break a leg? I'll take
3: it. The last time somebody bit uh, Mukta, he almost died.
1: Thank you. I'm gonna leave now. Thank (laughs) you for teaching, having your CS (coughs) teach me a new language. Okay, bye.
0: <laughs> it's t- it only lasts like uh, like an hour or something like that. I forget how long it lasts. It doesn't last forever, it's just like comprehend languages spell, so eventually oh, no. eventually it goes away, but they can cast it as needed. Um, also speaking of bulk, Clovis is also over encumbered right now. Uh,
1: party loot. Wait, so if I if I put the crimson blends on me would would i automatically attune to it since it's on me
0: so in order to be attuned to it um it has to be it has to be in contact with you in some way like it has to be held in your hands or somehow worn on your body this one is one bulk so it's not tiny we're not talking like a little stone on a bracelet or something it's pretty hefty but if you guys can get either need a free hand to carry it in or get creative and find some way to like Mount it to yourself. You know what I mean? Like they talk about Kerfell who straps it to his back and wears it like a shield strapped to his back. And his is huge. Right. Can I
1: put it? I can't. It won't fit in my backpack. It's what? a It can
0: fit in the backpack. It takes a whole bulk up. But if you have in your backpack, you can't be invested in it and gain the benefits from it. In order to gain the benefits from it, you needed to be in contact with yourself. And one of the actions with it is to, if you touch it and grab it in your hand, then you can use some of its powers. So, depends on what you want to do with it. If you just want to lug it around, throw it in a backpack. If you want to actively use it, you're going to want to find some way to, to wear it or carry it.
1: I will put it in my backpack for now while I'm reading this.
3: Okay. Uh,
2: probably sometime during that early that night, Mukta uh, is going to um, excuse himself an outhouse or something
3: Uh
2: concentrate for a minute
0: Mm
2: and turn into a rat
0: okay so you you slip into an outhouse and then with a little concentration what does it look like as you transform from a Soki into a rat
2: so kind of these uh tannish, like, golden brown wisps of smoke kind of start, my fur kind of starts turning into that wisps of smoke. Okay. And then suddenly my form, it turns all into this kind of all smoke, and then suddenly shrinks down. And then
0: there's a rat. Dark brown. And fur. Wh- okay. And what would rat Mukta like to do?
2: Just go and kind of scout around the city see because Mukta doesn't quite trust uh, I mean she openly admitted that they've allied once again with Balkora, so I just want to dot our I's and cross our T's and make sure they're not preparing some sort of ambush
0: or secretly plotting our demise okay why don't we make that a rat formed investigation check oh wait is investigation not a thing it's perception here right yes and I'm also trying to be sneaky investigating is using perception yeah yes so I'll take two rolls from you on this a stealth roll and a perception check all right
2: stealth roll you want that out in the open or secret
0: uh let's just do it out in the open it'll be more fun that way
2: what are you implying?
0: <laughs> well, Adding to the montage. <laughs> 31. 31 stealth is pretty dang good. Yeah, definitely good enough to beat almost every single person in the community's passive perception. So, but I mean, that's, that's a really good stealth roll. So people don't seem to notice what you're doing. At least, like, you get away. You, you sneak enough to actually get a quite a bit of time of searching. So then that that, that stealth roll opens up a perception roll for what you've investigated and found out.
2: Alright. So get, I'll do the perception roll now.
0: Because if you had, like, here, here's the thing though, right? Because you, you try to sneak a weapon into, like, a, a meeting with Quara, and you got caught, and, like, if you got caught again sneaking around as a rat, like, <laughs> whew, it might have been bad, but... Alright, well, that's a 4 uh, plus 18. Yeah. For, for uh, 22 i'm not going to waste a hero point on this no i will say with that role you're looking for anything that you can pin on the drow like to tie them to belcora or tie them into like ambushing you or maybe backstabbing you in some way with the 22 you come up finding nothing in either direction you don't find anything that incriminates them but you also don't come away feeling relieved in anything you don't find anything that that pushes it the other way and makes you feel like they're really on your side a lot of these drow like in their like private conversations don't seem to trust you guys there's almost an open sort of not hostility but like questioning if Quara is really doing the right thing and and not believing that that they should be putting themselves in surface dwellers hands uh, and then an even you know but that's it's not open it's not like there's a mutiny it's just mm-hmm. talk between people And that's about all you get with that. All right. All right. Anyone else have a montage scene that they're dying to do?
1: Do you ever get back to like the with a group, Mukta?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I come back from the outhouse probably like an hour later.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'll wait for him. I have a question.
0: Does the rat form last for an hour, or is there a limit on it? Um, I don't know. Let me double check that. Actually, okay. I mean, uh, I, it doesn't matter. I'm just actually curious personally, as uh, Steve. It's a uh, pest form spell effect. It's just like the pest it actually form it only, spell, but you can only take ten, 10 minutes. So I think it's like Yeah, ten minutes actually. So after ten minutes, I come back. <laughs> ten minute chunks. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is and you can only do it once a day
2: interesting no, okay. so it's, it's pretty it. limited then no I, okay. can, I can do so it can more, just do more than 10 minute yeah it's just 10 minutes yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I,
0: would, so I would find another corner and just, then you switch. have 10 minutes and then pop. you don't want to be hiding under like yeah. a bed when the 10 minutes ends and you <laughs> <I> like exactly
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so I, I would spend a little bit of time and then come back okay so yeah you can go ahead and come back and, and relay that Ah. <sighs> Those mushrooms, huh?
1: (laughs) Uh, could I talk to you for a second? Sure, sure. Yeah, and then I'll just go to the corner with him. Uh-huh. Okta, I'm a little, um, don't take this wrongly, but I'm a little worried for you lately. Um, I've noticed that you've been taking... I, you've, you, you're usually more calculated in how you want to attack but like for the past couple fights you've been up there next to me is everything okay
2: yes uh, <laughs> I mean it seems like we've been in uh, some serious trouble and well I didn't want to be hiding in the shadows if one of you all fell
1: sense motive.
0: <laughs> All right. So make that perception roll.
1: Do I believe him?
0: It'll be your perception roll and it's going to be against his will or is I I'm guess it'd be stupid. deception. So 21, I don't think you beat his his uh perce- What's your what's your deception Mukta? Plus 14. So 24. 24. Okay, so not a critical fail or anything, just just a general failure. So Let's just look. What a sense motive. On a failure... It's like an
1: insight check.
0: Yeah, so it says it's just up to the players um, to, to roll. So, what do you think, Mukta? What does she get off of you with a 21 versus your 24? It's You don't get
2: any sense that Mukta's hiding something from you. I mean, you get a sense that there's always a little bit something... All the time that mm-hmm. Mook is holding back, Mook is never really an open book completely. But um, you don't get the sense that he's, uh, you know, trying to deceive you, really.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I am happy that you care. However, when you're down, the likelihood of the rest of us also going down gets higher. And frankly, I really don't want to see you die again.
2: That is true. And mm. unconscious, but not quite
1: that. Unconscious. I had no Slightly
2: idea. alive.
1: It was barely. I couldn't Mostly. see your chest Mostly rising then. and falling. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. <yeah. laughs> uh, I'll always have your back. But if you're too far, it's hard for me to have your back. Right, and uh, like across uh, from me, or something.
2: Honestly, I, I, that fight, that last one, I didn't expect him to
0: hit mm. quite so hard, quite so fast. Um, really, you didn't expect it because it happens every fight. <laughs> 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 but uh, mm-hmm. I mean,
2: maybe, maybe you're right as well. I, uh, well. I've never really had quite a lot to um, go back home to after jobs. The job was, the job has always been my life, huh? Uh, but maybe now it's a bit different, and I have to look at things a little different. So, thank you for uh, for your concern as well.
1: Of course. That's my purpose.
2: That accent still throws me off, I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to it. But it feels comfortable, a little bit.
2: Oh, you sound you sound good. You sound more free, if that uh, makes any sense.
1: Mm, I guess you could say that. I feel more me. Um, actually, you know, when I woke up, I didn't remember a lot of things, and if there was anything about my old me that I kept, it was this. So the fact that I could use it again. It's crazy, because usually when you get reborn from what Ankora told me, you lose everything that you had from your past life. But she was generous enough to say that I was given the chance to keep this doesn't seem like much, but it's mine.
2: Do you, uh, do you ever wonder about it? Your past life? Wish you
1: could have it back. No. No. It was a miserable life from what I gathered. I don't really want to go back. More so now that I'm actually... I wouldn't say happy because the circumstances that we're in now isn't happy. But I'm comfortable. Every day doesn't feel like a threat. I have reason to wake up every day. I don't think I ever had that before.
2: Having a mission that always helps, huh?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably why I was so concerned for you. Because I had a feeling that you were being reckless. That you were just trying to throw away what you already have and maybe there's no. a, 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 a bit of me
2: no i mean i've always change could be thrown scary. myself yes i've always thrown myself completely into my jobs into my work uh, i've never had to worry about my own safety because if i died then that was on me there would be there was no one uh, waiting for me when I got home. Some old habits are hard to break, but, uh,
1: I get you entirely. When you've lived alone for so long, it's hard to consider that there are other people that actually care. We need reminding you and I.
2: <laughs> Why don't we, uh, make a deal, huh? We'll remind sure. each other when we see the other slipping
1: all right I would give you the telltale of mine if I start being quiet like just really inward slap me out of it because that means I'm planning already that I'm gonna leave
2: I I I might just you know kind of hit your thigh my knee you're a bit tall sure yeah
1: all Um, right (laughs) now I like that deal
2: sounds good
0: so, right, so
1: we got to introduce this book to Chloe's now. He yeah. says he might find something in it.
0: So I think that's probably the last scene we get. Right, we kind of crossfade from here to you guys as a group, I presume. Like, kind of like the book's out. The whispering reads this like, h- like human skin bound tome with the mossy skull face. You know, wrapped. The pages are like ancient. Every single like one of you is like can just feel like the power and the charisma radiating off this object that kind of wants to suck you in Clovis is kind of like turning the pages and um, you come across entry on what are known as the fulcrum lenses Clovis and you thought maybe you remember something like this because you know you guys had been thinking about lenses before so it was always on the back of your mind but now you know exactly what it is and as you turn you see uh, these fulcrum lenses are actually housing for slivers of nimbalos essence directly. So this lens that you look at, and there, there's drawings of them, right? There's four of them in the drawings, okay. not three but four. There's the four. crimson, okay. which is what you guys have, and the the ochre, which is slightly bigger, the emerald, which is huge, and then the smallest of all is known as the ebon fulcrum lens, which up till now nobody has even made reference to or talked about is the first you guys have really seen about it. but each one of these is built to house part of Nimbalas essence. so you are literally carrying with you a piece of Nimbaloth within your lens and the stories go that each of the lenses possess a different and powerful ability. Though the book doesn't tell you what those abilities are, it just makes reference to the holders of those can channel Nimbeloth's energy and use it to unleash great power upon the world. But there's a warning here, which says that the the, the lenses are dangerous if kept close to each other, and even the most devout of Nimbaloth must never bring all four lenses together at once, because using these powers draws Nimbaloth's gaze, draws the eyes of empty death upon you. And if somebody was to somehow harness the power of all four, well, the stories say that Nimbaloth would take notice of such an event. And leaves it at that. It just says, drawing Nimbaloth's scrutiny is inviting destruction. Upon yourself. So it does sound like also now there's a fourth lens out there.
4: Yep. Hey guys, uh, the book is uh, telling us there's four lenses, not three. And um, basically says uh, make sure we never put all four together. Uh, very dangerous.
1: Wait, never put them together?
4: No, keep, uh, never have all four lenses together.
1: Don't but if we the need streams. them to...
4: Yeah, because we're ghost punchers. <laughs> we're ghost punchers, we can't cross the stream.
1: <laughs> but if we <laughs> needed to defeat Belcora, th- did it say how the lenses actually help defeat Belcora? Uh,
4: no, I, I didn't, didn't say. I kind of stopped reading. I was starting to do I about... think it did. Did it?
2: The warning itself. It could be a warning for anyone who might use the lenses, but it could also be a uh, mm. a double-edged sword, yes?
1: Wait, so we give her the lenses? Makes sense.
2: Even she could not stand up to this uh, Nimbloth, yes?
4: Mm. She probably couldn't resist having all those lenses. Mm. Ah, Interesting, Mukta.
2: Maybe I don't. I think it'd be a more difficult than that. I think she kept them separated for a reason. Otherwise, she would have kept them together long ago.
4: But uh,
2: if we can somehow
0: force her or trick her into having all four at once, how you spent some time invested with this lens, Your right? Plan. Like part of the day mm-hmm. yesterday, and you know that it has this power that if you touch it you can kind of absorb a little bit of the power into yourself, similar to the way that creature used it against you guys. But in your studying of the object and your connection with it, you kind of realize that the lens did have the second sort of ability built into it, um, which kind of felt like you could not only absorb the power into yourself, you could force that power into another creature. If you were to make contact with that creature to the lens you might be able to force some of that energy into somebody else even against their will and mm. this ability is reflected on the magical item and I think the person that has it right now is Nulara right so if you look there's two activate abilities on this item the second ability is a possession where you literally possess somebody with the spirit of Nibbaloth you take the magic of the lens and you mm. force it into something else
4: interesting so,
0: I don't know, maybe yeah. maybe I
2: can slip it into her pocket. I mean, if the mm-hmm. emerald one is as big as
0: they say. I don't know how I'm going to do that <laughs> unless anyone else has any other ideas. I'll tell you that the, the emerald one has three bulk. That's how big it is.
3: You can, uh, like, use your hands and you can, like,
0: force it on un- into somebody else makes sense so uh it takes a while to get there right like the drow can kind of point you in the right direction they can sort of get you ready to um lead once you find the giant lake that they point you towards you're on your own but it's pretty easy to find the lake right like it's it's a huge lake unlike the lake in above which was kind of covered in this mist this perpetual mist here it's sort of like choppy water almost like shoreline water a little bit Um, But, you know, the draw provides you with like a little rowboat and the four you can pile into this rowboat and sort of row yourself across this lake. You know, occasionally you see like something like in the water that like shakes the surface a little bit and you get the sense that you're not necessarily alone here on this lake. And, you know, it kind of comes to you in the realization that this is the lake that Quora's father, Larathel, died on. And you know that somewhere within this lake is probably this lens that you guys are looking for. But you currently have your eyes set right in the middle of the lake, kind of jutting out from the uh, stony sort of natural rock formations down here, a little past the sort of round base of the Gauntlet lighthouse that you can see off on the shoreline. There's just this vault door perfectly situated over the top like right on this lake there's a little ledge where you can pull your boat up and dock it and as you get closer you can see the ledge thick with lichen and it's it's wide enough that you can get onto it but just barely you can just barely find balance as you kind of like edge your way up towards this vault door and a simple iron vault-like door with metal handle and a keyhole leads into the vault. And I I guess we can rewind time a little bit because there's this sort of montage as you guys are rowboating, traveling with the drow, preparing for the day. You guys had said there were some things you're going to do to prepare for the day, right? For instance, casting Barkskin, was it, Nular?
1: Yes, uh, when we're like, close to, like, five minutes away from the vault. Sorry, I just reviewed it. It's only ten minutes. The duration is ten
0: Oh, minutes. it only lasts ten minutes?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So, you, you don't want to use it. You want to wait until you get outside the vault, and then... So, like, we pull up in the boat, and then you, hand, you pull the scroll out, because you can't cast it, right? But you can have Clovis cast the spell on your behalf, right?
1: Yes, please.
0: And Clovis, you unroll the scroll... And this isn't a spell I think you've used. Maybe you have. I don't know. But you're able to read. And as you read off the spell, the like words and ink and magic burns out of the paper. And it disappears into like a puff of flame as you cast Barkskin on Nulara that lasts for 10 minutes. Yes. Um, and that gives you resistance to to bludgeoning and piercing. And, weakness, and three weakness
1: three to fire. To fire. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, so don't catch on fire. Oh. fire.
4: Uh, no fire bombs. Take no, out te-
1: do oh, it, out it. My reflexive shield. I can shield off <laughs> reflex saves now. <laughs>
0: that's that's pretty cool. So you do this right before you guys get off the boat, and I think maybe even like you guys are back there doing this last thing as you know Hal and Mukta hop off the boat. Mukta's first up to the door because Mukta a it's a treasure vault who knows what's in there but -hmm. b you're always like on the look for traps Mm -hmm. so this is you kind of passively giving this door it looks like you you know the the hardest door you've ever had to pick in your life was to jafaki's laboratory and you tried Mm -hmm. doing it and it didn't quite work out the way you had wanted right Almost. almost i'm gonna make that Secret perception check that you have when you are constantly aware of traps that may be or may not be in your surrounding area, and would I want to use a hero point? <laughs> <laughs> no, because as you pull up to this thing, you find a trap, a passive trap on this door. Yeah round of applause ladies and gentlemen were 2233 episodes into the series and you finally found the trap your level nice. 1 feet kicks in you find a trap passively without having to search for it this thing is trapped there is a small hard to reach rune visible on the inside of the lock that if you had potentially not noticed it and tried to pick or use a key the door could... So this rune could probably react in some way. So you stop and stop anyone from trying to open the door. And you found this trap. You found this rune, but you still need to do something about it. So what would you guys like to do?
2: All right. So um, I know in that uh, the other game that uh, you can <laughs> disarm magical traps uh-huh. without magic. Yes. Is that the same here?
0: Yes. So the, the ability to disarm something is kind of rolled in. So even though it's a magical rune of some sort, it's a magical trap. It's still a mechanical trap. It's still something that you as a thief can disable. So it would just take you, you, you have. Um, so let me ask you this. What is your rank in thievery? I believe I am trained uh, expert. Expert. Yes. So. If you are expert and not master, the unfortunate thing here is that this, being able to disable this is beyond your skill level. You know off the top of your head that if you were to, you couldn't even attempt to disable this unless you were a master in thievery. Well, you know, Mukta became a master in stealth because... There's
2: no traps in this dungeon, so <laughs> what do I need thievery for?
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, the other ways that you know in your trained experience are to A, since it is magical, you might be able to have somebody use the spell magic to counteract this magical effect, if anyone has that spell. Or, you know, the fact that you have seen it... Um, if you can find some way to open the door without standing directly in front of it, like you know, it the blasts or whatever the thing might do is probably echo out, but it might miss you if you, you know, get clever about how you open this. But the problem is, how do you open a locked door, right? Uh you know what? You roll the 33 perception. It despite the fact that this door is trapped and you look in the keyhole, while you're while you're analyzing it. It does not appear to be locked, believe it or not. So, So. some good news and
2: some bad news. The door is not locked. It is, however, trapped. And Mm. quite ingeniously, if I might say so myself, uh, (laughs) I don't usually uh, admit to such things, but it is um, a bit beyond my capabilities to disarm. Unless... Unless someone can disable magic completely.
4: So Clovis pulls out his backpack and I go, hmm, I have this little scroll here that uh, I can dispel magic.
0: That would be That's exactly amazing. what we need. <laughs> that is coming in hmm. handy here.
4: I didn't think I would ever uh, use this. So I've just been
0: carrying it around. <laughs> All
1: awesome. the level one, level two stuff.
0: Yeah, it's coming back to, to pay off, right? yeah yeah for sure i was looking at your character sheet too clovis note that i saw that you had put rest restoration and, and cast it but we waited another day to go out this is like we the did. next next okay, day cool. so go ahead and take that spell slot back and prepare yep. whatever you want inside of it okay okay Perfect. so unlike the other game as it was so aptly said <laughs> a dispel magic is not automatic here so you are casting a level two scroll of dispel magic so this spell effect is actually higher level than that. So what we are doing here is we've done it before, it's called the counteract check, which means you, Clovis, are using the, the dispel magic spell allows you to sort of counteract this spell's effect. The spell casting ability modifier plus your spell casting ability proficient bonuses plus any bonuses and penalties like specifically a cap So yeah, so it's basically like making an attack roll with your spell. So Clovis, as you cast this in the spell, make a, you know, a nature check. Nature or spell attack roll.
4: Okay.
0: So that should be plus 19 for you. That's a three on the wow. dice, plus 19 for 22.
4: I will use my hero
0: point.
3: Probably a good idea.
0: So let's, let's reroll that. See. All right, that takes it to 12 on the dice, 31 total. Much better. The counteract DC, now that you've rolled, I can tell you is 28. So this is a success. So, okay. the good, scroll, hero good hero point. Good hero point. The scroll burns up. Yeah. Uh Oh crap. Oh, I just read counteract. Uh, I already said it, and I don't want to slow this down anymore. It success technically so technically because this is a second level spell scroll, it can o- a success only shuts down a spell effect one level higher. In this case, uh, a level three spell effect, but this spell effect is actually higher level than even that. And even if you fail, you can counteract if it's your level or lower. So it's it's a little different than I thought, but good enough. Because okay. I want to get the game going, so fshu, spell goes up, the rune d- 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 fizzles out, and you have successfully removed the neckbeard blast tumbler. Thank you, <laughs> <to your> neckbeard. <laughs> uh, it's like
1: neckbeard Neddie! blast as shade. he like
0: fizzles out of existence. <laughs> yeah, I shaved my neck. <laughs> and yeah, Clovis, you successfully disarmed this. So we've we've ate into like a couple minutes of your ten minute timer, Nulara. Uh, But only like a minute or two. You still got nine something minutes left. So yeah, with that done, the door seems cleared. Mukta, it's unlocked. I will open the
2: door and as I usually do, take a step for the rest of the group to go in.
0: Yeah. Here, this is already a tiny, tiny ledge, right? So it's really hard for people to sort of, you know, get around each other. So like you guys are like using the boat awkwardly and Mukta's like hanging on. You're small, luckily. So I'm, a mess.
2: I, I'm a pretty good in
0: acrobatics, so yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll pause the game for a second here. I'm going to move cl- close and hell up a little closer, and and Mushi and Mook is just outside the door. So as New Lar steps in, this is what you see. The dust is thick in this room, save for some footprints, fresh footprints that lead to and from the southernmost of the three iron doors in this room, which looks similar in construction to the vault door itself. And on the south side of this chamber is a sort of clay, hardened clay statue. And as it's sitting there, kind of like looking down, the face, this face is burned into your eyes, Nulara. This face is one that you will never forget. This thing looks like Belcora herself. And as you kind of, like, step in, it the clay begins grinding. The, sh- the like, dust begins shaking it off of it as the head turns and looks in your direction, and the, like, the sort of, like, rubbing of stone on stone begins to animate as it looks in your direction and says... Let's see. It has... It, it, so, it got a good-natured adjective on it, so... <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the vaults. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) uh, sorry entrance denied (laughs) i am sorry but you must go and i must kill you now (laughs) as it like sort of begins to rise up to its full length and it like goes almost to the full ceiling and players i'm gonna need you guys to go ahead and roll initiative. Would I have been avoiding notice? <laughs> Honestly, After I opened the door. You opened the door, but then you stepped aside and let everyone mm-hmm. else pass. I will let you avoid notice. That is kind of my MO. After that first time I went through a door, Yeah, got destroyed. <laughs> Let's get some initiatives in there. We got... Uh, so Mukta got a 31, Nulara with a 30, Hal with a 29, Clovis with a 25, or oh, 21, sorry. And, yeah,
1: I also the, have my battle cry.
0: Oh, you do. Yes, and the, so the, I the, can,
1: the golem, Free action. God, 25.
0: Yes, describe this to us.
1: Uh, so I see him. Did I understand him is the first question.
0: It's speaking in multiple languages, so you can hear it no matter what language you speak. So you heard it come through in common at the end. and Permanent sentados por favor. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> so like he'd understand me?
0: Well, you know what? The stat block Oh wait, of... I
1: have intimidating glare, so it doesn't.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, the stat block doesn't give it any languages, but I've already in canon given it a language by speaking. So, yeah, if it it can understand you, that's on me.
1: And I have intimidating glare.
0: Right. So in that case it doesn't actually matter. Right?
1: It just sees me, and then its yep. good-naturedness is slightly taken aback as I try to demoralize it with my gray face.
4: Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Fightin
0: man. Two. Is... Let's That's see those crits crit. chat. Crits and chat. Oh, crits crit. and chat. Awesome. Well, intimidating glare. The critical success, the target becomes frightened, too. It's immune to a lot of stuff.
1: Oh, he's clay, so he's, he probably doesn't know. It's fear.
0: immune to mental effects. Damn, oh. it. damn it! It's
1: okay, but it it's, it comes out naturally.
0: You bolster your allies, right? Like, yeah,
1: come on!
0: All right, and as we shift into combat, Mukta, you are first to react. I will delay my turn delaying your turn. All right. I'm going to hop in after Nulara. Nulara, you're first to go.
1: Okay. For my first action, I'm going to stride towards it. do not make any assumptions on its gender, even though it looks like Belcora. And then, uh, two, one action to attack them. Uh, them.
0: I mean, it's, it's a clay statue, so them, but it's also (laughs) resembling Belcora, so... She, they, I'll accept you then. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, uh, just one action with a power attack using Anchor's Blade. That would well, be. Power
0: attacks, two extra, right?
1: Oh, sorry. One attack, one One just attack. A, just a, just a regular attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So 35, and that's, that's going to hit. Okay. It is, you know, it is this big, tough thing. It's physical.
1: That would be 14 points of slashing damage, yeah. And then third action, raising my
0: shield. You slash across this thing. This thing is made out of, like, clay. Like, hard, hard, definitely, like, tough clay. And you feel it resists a bunch of this, like, slashing damage. Um, It resists 10 of it.
1: Whoa! Also, um, part of my uh, new level, would it be considered a living creature or an undead creature? Neither neither? Okay, never mind.
0: It is It is a construct.
1: Okay, never mind. It does not matter. Uh, third oh. action, raising my shield.
0: Got it. Okay. That's it Alright, shield, your shield goes up. Alright. Uh, Mukta, you want to go now?
2: Yes. Uh, what is the lighting situation in here?
0: Let me ask you guys this, because it is dark everywhere here, but I think we have light on Nulara because we left her on the toga from the last time. You guys just kind of generally put a light on Nulara's shield is that still the case if it's complete pitch black i think we'd have to yeah yeah okay so new shield is lit up in this room so new right. it's light it's lit up only because of Nulara's presence in more, more ways than one <laughs> i'm asking for the the gloom blades so yeah because of yeah. new right yeah it's like this but, weird uh, thing if you if you had dark vision and then you wouldn't need the light. You could get advantage from the gloom blade, but mm-hmm. yeah. Either way, I'm going to stride 25 feet up to it. Okay.
2: It is and, flat-footed. Uh, it is be- because. because... I'm ahead of its initiative. Yep. So I will uh, quick draw my rapier
0: and stab it. Go for it. I should have I should have like photoshopped Belcore's face to be. I'm going to use a hero point. <laughs> first round of combat, of course you are. <laughs> One for the montage.
1: Technical yeah. issues and first round hero points.
0: Yep. <laughs> Welcome I'm nothing to the show. <laughs> Let's see if it All works right. out, though.
2: Usually doesn't. 36, oh. that's got a hit.
0: It's a hit. Believe it or not, it's not a crit. All right, I'll take it. Um...
2: That is 19 points of, I believe, piercing damage. And with my new level, I have debilitating strike.
0: Tell me what debilitating strike does.
2: So you apply one of the following debilitations, which lasts until the end of your next turn. The target takes a negative 10 foot status penalty, or it becomes enfeebled one. I'm going to choose enfeebled one.
0: Okay. Just it makes it strength based stuff slow yes
2: so pretty much a negative one to strength based rolls and in DCs including strength based melee attacks and damage rolls and athletic checks
0: and that lasts until the end of my turn? next turn the yes. end of your next turn yes very good okay so I'll add the enfeebled oh debilitating strike okay so you're adding uh, enfeebled one And that's just something every time I deal damage to a flat-footed target. Oh!
1: Damn, every time! Every time.
0: Is this a rogue thing? It's a rogue thing, yes.
1: Damn!
0: Okay. Uh, It's resistant 10 to your damage, so it takes 9. All right. And (laughs) then your rapier, like, you stab at it and, like, your rapier kind of, like, bows, like, against its hardened sort of skin, right? Oh, maybe not? It is not as far as I can tell, immune to precision damage. So, yay! Then it takes the knife. (laughs) Alright. I always feel bad for you because I feel like so much is. Right. Um, And
2: for my third action, I will stride. You know what? No, I'm going to use uh, mobility to go half my movement which denies any opportunity attacks. Okay. It doesn't get an opportunity attack.
0: That's my turn. And I'll yell, you got this new as I back away. <laughs> All right. So this is the interesting one. Hal, it's your turn, but you are stuck behind this tiny ledge with Clovis. What would you like to do, Hal? If uh, If I sing, would they be able to hear me?
3: Yes. If it's just auditory, then they can definitely hear you. Okay, so I want to do uh, Inspire Courage, Lingering Composition. First thing.
0: So, so will a lot of stuff in the like quiet like cavernous area, but this... Yeah. Alright, Lingering Composition, let's make that check. You guys are level Oops. 9. That makes the DC 26 right now. Well, I made that private GM roll. Okay, well, I'll share it, because it was a 19 plus 22 for 41. That's a, crit- Whoa, that's a critical success. Wow. Crits and chat. That's
1: insane. Oh, okay. Four 41.
0: rounds. Um, and I'll cast
3: uh, Blur
0: on myself before I go in there. Okay. That is my turn. You become concealed, and that is the thing where it's a DC5 flat check whenever. Yep. Yep. Very cool. All right the golem gets its turn. So the core like, like I am so sorry that I have to do this as the golem like brings up its hands smash. Right. Uh, it's going to use a, um, a fist attack on you, Nular. Is that a strength based attack? It is. All right. So it does have the enfeebled,
1: That is a crit, sir.
0: Thirty-nine, even with mm-hmm. the enfeebled. yeah. So thirty-nine becomes a crit. All right. Well, it's time for to not to get the crit on the first round of combat. No worries. I, I moved away this time. <laughs> you did. You did. Thirty-eight points of damage, a bludgeoning really? damage. Okay. And as the as the the like sort of like shards of clay like like slam into you with like the this haymaker attack uh, I need you to make a fortitude saving throw okay <laughs> I
1: accidentally
0: clicked it for the golem I wasted a natural uh, 20 30 that could get them out the way Abraises, yeah Abraises no success. holy crap okay so this thing this thing tried to hit you and you could feel that like it was doing some kind of magical effect on you but you've like resisted it
1: okay Who- does it make a difference if it critically succeeded? It?
0: In this case, the effect doesn't matter success versus critical success. There's no okay. effect at all. Mm-hmm. Good thing to point though, because you're right, it says it right there in chat. Thanks to the awesome foundry, you have Juggernaut. So if you get a forty two save success,
1: Juggernaut,
0: it's, it's a critical success. Very cool. Uh,
1: I only take 36 because of my bark skin.
0: Very good. Yeah. So if you shift click the damage, you can do the minus two and okay. reduce it by two. Uh, You know what? This thing doesn't... I I mean, looking at a stab block, right? It doesn't have a lot, so it continues to fist attack Nulara. 18
1: plus 18
0: is 36.
1: Hits. Hits, I'm blocking it with my shield. Okay. With an aggressive block on top of that.
0: Uh, That is 22 points of damage. Jeez. Well, aggressive block, it it can't even choose to go back because it's pinned against a wall already. So you shove it with the shield with bangs it up against the wall and it becomes flat-footed until the start of your turn right
1: yes sir nice
0: so it, it stays it's it's footed for everyone now you've knocked it a little like loose uh and you know what I'm just gonna do it third, third attack fist 16 plus 13 is 29
1: <laughs> uh still hits
0: yep then feeble yeah it hit with even the minus yeah okay uh, okay. 14 points of damage.
1: Got it.
0: Down to 12.
1: I have a question.
0: So sorry. Since I <laughs> use. <are> you... <laughs> oh, actually, I need two more fortitude saves, one for each attack. Okay. That's, um, and that's minusing the damage, too, right? Should i one? It is, yeah.
1: You uh, can see the enfeebled. 30 one on the damage. for the first one.
0: Success. Critical success, as a matter of fact.
1: Okay. Uh, that would be 28 for the second one?
0: Uh, 28 is a fail.
1: Oh, can I use a hero point?
0: <laughs> yes, you may. Use a hero point.
1: All right. So, hero pointing it up. That would be 33.
0: 33 is a success. Critical success. Okay. All right. You can feel this thing has something built into it. All okay. right. I'm
2: just... And I, you just hear Mukta yelling, Somebody come in here and help Nulara! Clovis.
4: Hey, right. So Clovis can't see, so he's going to start heading towards the door.
0: Uh-huh. And he's
4: going to come inside.
0: Yep. Okay, Once you get corner. in, you see okay. this giant yep. replica of Bilkor standing here beating on Nulara.
4: Yep. And so he's going to then cast a spell then... Impaling spike. So you need to make a DC reflex save.
0: Okay. So you use imp- you use impaling spike, right? Um, yep. Let me see. So this is a you should conjure a spike. It has conjuration tags and the primal tag. Correct. You conjure a spike beneath the creature the earth. It spakes damage. It makes reflex save 8d6. Okay, this is a really cool spell. It's kind of weird here because it says you conjure a spike that thrusts up from the earth beneath the target. Right? It doesn't have the earth tag. So here's what happens. You go to cast the spell. The spell goes off. And as the earth begins to rumble beneath its feet and the spike goes to jut up out of the ground, you feel like some there's like a pulse of energy and your spell is completely ineffectual it's immune to whatever you're doing jesus christ okay
4: uh then i will raise my shield
0: i don't think you have any th- you don't have a fourth action to raise your shield
4: that was only two. Oh, that's right never mind i knew i couldn't raise your shield i knew that sorry it's cool it's so my turn because i moved no no i moved so yeah
0: unfortunately this cool spell fizzles out and i hate to tell you that but i have a Quick question
2: before Nulata goes.
0: Perfect. What is it?
2: So it's flat-footed
0: until the start of Nulata's turn, right? Uh-huh. So if Nulata delays her turn, would it well, stay flat-footed? It comes to her turn, and then right away it goes away. Even if you delay, your turn's already started. Aww. Okay. I was, I was thinking the C. same thing. It's, it's also flat-footed because of your debilitating strike anyways until the end of your turn, right? No, it's Enfeebled One only. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That was a good good try, but unfortunately, no. Hmm. All right, I had to, I had to, I had to yep. give it a shot. You did. <laughs> All right, at the start of Nular's turn, it's no longer flat-footed. Nular. I
1: have a question, too. Yep. Can I, because I have the, sh- I used my shield block as a separate reaction, but I also have a separate reaction for a quick shield block. Okay. Can I use that quick shield block to shield block the second damage towards me? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. That's yeah, you can, men. You
0: because you have two reactions, you can dedicate them both to shield blocking if, you, if you'd like
1: okay sweet all right uh, so that should get you some
0: health back at least
1: mm-hmm. all right Nulara. what even am i gonna do with this dude okay um he doesn't seem to be taking my hits i say and then i'll try and hit him again with a power attack okay using anchor's blade
0: yeah it's like attacking a giant solid rock right
1: yeah Twenty-eight to hit.
0: Twenty-eight is gonna miss.
1: Whoa! It right. hits. Didn't.
0: It hits. It just <laughs> clink right off the like chunky rock body of it's a okay. pretty sculpted body that Bokora had.
1: Wait, so it hit?
0: It, it hits, but it doesn't get through and deal damage. So, oh, it's a miss. Mechanically, it's a miss, but physically. Ah, no, okay. Uh,
1: okay, I get what you're. You, mean. you just can't get through your right. armor. Third action: um, raising my shield. Okay. That's it for my turn. What was the first action? Uh, I did two act two actions for a power attack. Oh, it was a power
0: attack. Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, too bad. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> was it? Yes, I feel bad for you, Mukta. I hate I hate when you guys waste a spell and it's immune, and I hate when like you do a power attack and it misses. I hate all of that.
2: I would like to use Arcana to recall knowledge about anything I might know about this.
0: Yep. So for, for this, uh the base level would be arcana, or actually, because it's a construct, believe it or not, you could use crafting as an ability too. So you can use arcana or crafting. I'm actually better at arcana. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh thanks, Morley Bent, who's on our screen right now, like watching his student like mm-hmm. you flash back to I'm like a quick what learner. Did, what did what did Morley Bent tell me again? Mm-hmm. Make an arcana check, a secret arcana check. Alright. Okay. You know you know that golems in general have like a special, uh, like uniqueness to the magic around them, where golems are like immune to almost every spell. And every golem has certain types of magic that it's weak to, and certain type of magic that makes it stronger. Only you can't quite remember for this specific golem, what is what, so that's all you get with uh, your your Arcana recall knowledge. So now you know why Clovis' spell failed It's because it's immune to blanket spells Only you have to to figure out What type of damage is going to affect this thing Because if you use the right type It's weak to that type of damage And if you use the wrong type It's going to make it stronger Alright I'm going to
2: yell out uh, (laughs) This thing, this golem It's immune to most magics We have to find out exactly what magic it's weak to But careful The wrong spell might strengthen it So that was one action
0: yeah, and there's usually one spell that the golems are completely vulnerable to, um, but you didn't roll high enough to learn what is what is what. Right.
2: Um, second action. That's uh, the only thing. Yeah, I'm going to. What is that? I'm going to. Oh, it's two actions. Yeah, two actions produce flame,
0: and hurl it at it to see if it's maybe weak to fire. Right. Not bad. So the fire like lashes out, and as it like hits gets near the golem, sh- it fizzles out. It's immune to fire. All right, I won't, so I won't even roll then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you don't you don't have to roll. Uh, just just know that it's immune. The fire neither harms it nor boosts it.
2: So I'll yell, I'll yell that out, and then f- fire will in my hand. I'll throw it, and I'll yell, "Well, fire's out. Fire is definitely out." Yeah. And that's my turn.
0: <laughs> okay. Clovis looks disappointed. Damn it. <laughs> Hal, who has yet to put eyes on this
2: (laughs) statue.
3: Yeah, I will stride. Oh, it's pretty big. Um, Immunifier. So I think I'm going to try to do a Biting Words, cast that, that first level, just to
0: see. Okay. Biting Words is Spell Attack. You, you, you do this sort of sonic damage attack at the rocks like maybe hoping to like break apart the like clay or the rock or something unfortunately it's immune
3: well it doesn't uh, do anything when I make a lot of noise and sing really loud so sonic is definitely out
0: I kind of wish sonic was what it was weak to because it makes sense to kind of break away rocks right and uh, that's my turn alright maybe the, maybe the magic users support Nulara Again, I'm so sorry for this inconvenience. Smash, smash, smash. Uh, first attack is a 26. Misses. Yep. Second attack, natural Boy, one. Right. So that's a critical miss. Do you have anything that, like, happens Nothing. on a critical miss?
1: I wish I did.
0: There, I know there are some stuff that triggers, like, some reactions I can trigger. Mm-hmm. but Okay. And third attack is a 23. So this Misses. time... It does not connect with a single one of the flows Milar. Uh-huh. Balances out last turn, we're all three connected. Clovis.
4: Uh, so Clovis, just kind of hearing all this, will... Uh, he's going to Wild Shape. Oh. What are
0: you Wild Shaping into, Clovis?
4: Guess I'm gonna go into a... Tryna...
2: Tryna...
0: Go Shit! <laughs>
1: no, you're squishing Nine. everyone. Nine.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know if we have room for that here, Clovis. Oh,
0: Okay, so you bump Hal. I think think what I'm going to say is you bump Hal that way and you bump Mukta closer to the thing. And Clovis, this huge creature, fills the room bigger than this thing. Like, Like, literally, right? You're, like, scraping along the top of this roof, like, filling the whole vault. You become a giant, angry Tyrannosaurus Rex. Sweet. And then. I think it makes more yeah, sense for Mook to be pushed. Well, I don't know. There's no room for the dinosaur. Oh, but you have reach, probably, right? I think you have yeah, like 15 feet reach.
2: That's
0: why I'm, well, I'm trying to look maybe, at how far is reach. Maybe
2: with is. the jaw, but not with the arms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got the tail. Um, I believe <laughs> your fine. reach on your strikes are 15 feet in this form right now. Okay. So, this is the first time we've seen you become a dinosaur, by the way.
4: Yeah, that's my first time Okay So I'm within reach there, right? So I will do a
0: So oh, how many how many actions is Wild Shape? Two So you have one other action this turn? Okay Yep So I'll do a tail <laughs> Giant tail launches out from across the room Just right over Mukta's head <laughs> It's not immune to this oh. 28 uh, It's a miss, unfortunately
4: Shit tonight. All right, uh, it will be my turn. The feeble
0: goes away so too, to too, right? Back. Right. Um... Yes, it's only until um,
2: the end of my next turn. So.
0: Oh, so it, yeah, yeah, I missed all its attacks, anyways. Um... Yeah. Oh, maybe the feeble. Oh yeah, so the tail swashes out. You miss this thing, and you just watch as the tail like starts breaking, and the walls of the vault like chunks of stone begin like falling in here. As this, it's not the. <laughs> it's just crazy to see a dinosaur in this tiny space. All right. Uh, Nulara.
1: Okay. It's all I could do. Power attacking again. Yep. With Anchor's Blade. This would be... This would be... Please hit. 33 to hit. That's a hit. Sweet. Okay, I'll take it. That would be 20 points of slashing damage.
0: Okay. Resist 10.
1: Okay. Does it make a difference if it's, like, magical damage.
0: It does not. Okay. It would make a difference if your weapon was made out of adamantine.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Like, specifically designed to destroy rock and stone and stuff.
1: Okay, those things are expensive. Third action, I'm gonna raise my shield.
0: Okay. Alright, Mukta. Alright,
2: well, not much (laughs) else I can do at this point. I'm going to stride over here for one action.
0: Okay, it doesn't trigger any Opportunity attacks. Tumbling Strike. Okay.
2: So I make an Acrobatics check,
0: right? Yep, I think against its Reflex DC. Ugh, 27. 27 uh, critical Success. Critical Success? It is uh, Actually, no, no, it's a Success, not a Critical Success, sorry.
2: Um, all right, let me make sure. You so it's not flat-footed against me then.
0: Only on a Critical Success? Yeah, only on a critical success.
2: Damn. Alright, but I end... I, uh, oops, don't open the door. But I would end up over here.
0: Yeah, the DC at was 26. Uh, Alright. You rolled uh, 8 plus 19. Yeah.
2: Not the greatest, but oh uh, well. Um, strike with the rapier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's what we in the business call a natural one
1: Damn.
0: yeah uh, luckily it doesn't trigger anything on a on a miss
2: third action I'm going to cast shield
0: okay shield goes up <laughs> all right add that spell effect to your token and that's it right yes sir that's my turn how what else you got in it your back pocket
2: didn't give me the bonus
0: I will
3: say, uh, I'll yell out to move over so you can let uh, Clovis, Dinosaur Clovis, get in there and scratch with his claws. And, uh, <laughs> I will <laughs> reach over and touch Clovis, and I'll cast, not winning streak,
0: but uh, I will cast Haste on Clovis. Ooh, okay. Haste on Clovis. That gives him one just, extra
1: action yeah, cool,
0: cool. to strike or stride.
3: Nice. Interesting. And I think I will stride up to right next to Nolara here. Hoping okay. he doesn't hit me. That's my turn.
0: Yeah, so she looks like she's buttons. got she's got a pretty long like her fists are pretty strong. She's crushing Nolara. Uh you believe, just looking at the size of her fist, she could reach you from there, huh? Oh, maybe I won't get that close. Yeah. She hasn't thus far, but she's got a pretty long reach. She's like haymaking like into the ground over and over again. All right.
1: What can... in the Naruto?
0: It's, that's the Quicken spell, but I think you had that you had it targeted, so it, it did on the target. It's kind of a glitch, I guess.
1: It's cool, though.
0: So, yeah, Clovis, Clovis is, can take that is Quickened, quickened tag and put it I'll, on
3: himself. I'll drag it to himself. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't get too close if I could think it it could hit me, because, well... Yeah,
0: it's got some reach. That's everything, right, Hal? That's it. Yep. Shield goes up. Okay. I feel... It doesn't... It's just a big... Okay, whatever. Just keep it simple. It continues to strike at Nulara. I feel like it doesn't do a lot, except for be annoying to kill. Uh, That's a two. Misses. Plus 24 for 26. Second attack is a 10, it's gonna be a 29.
1: Uh, Hits, uh, blocking it with my shield and another aggressive block.
0: There we go. So 21 points of damage, blocked. It becomes flat-footed as you slam it against the wall again. Yes, sir. To the start of your turn, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the timing with you and Mukta is just unfortunate. I know. Um, Okay, and then third attack. 29 again.
1: Uh, hits quick shield block.
0: 30 points of damage. And Ooh, actually, I boy. need two fortitude saves, once for each of those.
1: Okay, let me do the first one. That would be. First one, oh, natural. natural 20. 20. Yeah, critical,
0: critical. <laughs> double. Why that can't hit, I roll
1: that when I'm attacking this Nice. Second one. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that's initiative. Second Prudential. one would be... Yeah, no 37.
0: problem. Easy. Critical success. Alright, you keep resisting whatever its magical effects are. Uh, Clovis!
1: Push me All out. Right. we we'll go.
0: <laughs> Clovis is
4: going to take a jaw strike. And
0: 31. 31. Will hit. You should uh, target it as well, so that it, it'll... Oh yeah, let me do it. 17 points of damage. Resist 10, so it takes 7.
4: All right. So I'll take a tail strike on it. OK. It's minus five, right?
0: 31's a hit. 18. OK. Resist 10, so it takes eight. Uh, it just has a flat 10 uh, resistance to all non-Adamantine physical damage. It's barely—it's still in the barely injured range, guys. <laughs> You're like, take, uh, take
4: another jaw strike on it. Ooh, that's a failure. All right. That's a critical and, failure. Okay. And then my fourth action
0: so i don't know here can your multiple attack penalty go beyond i think your next attack should be at minus 15.
4: no it's not minus 10.
0: that's it that's the only one that gives you in the ui but i think technically it needs to be a minus 15 but go ahead and roll it at minus 10. 25 as 25 a miss bitch all right I don't think my uh, dinosaur could put a shield up can he, with his little arms. Can he hold the shield? <laughs> no, you don't have a shield <laughs> <laughs> Like He's you like, have hey. one I like to think that you're holding the shield, but you can't
1: get it in the like, position. Wah, wah, wah. I have a I big head it. and tiny arms
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nulara I love you You Okay, love I'm me. taking
1: a step Get in here close! This Delving confirms didn't... the
0: max is minus 10.
1: Will you still fit yeah. here? You'd still fit here. Would this be considered, like, how Mukta and I are positioned? Is Would this be considered, would this grant us uh, uh, a yeah, flat-footed condition? Needed.
0: Unfortunately not. With the way that this thing is backed into the corner, no. If you really wanted to do it, you got to, like, somehow... Pull it out of the. Drag corner. him out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, one action, hitting him with, hitting them with encores blade. That would be twenty nine. Twenty nine a hit. Ooh. Probably it's AC. It's
0: not currently flat footed well, though, right? Yeah. No, no. not flat-footed. still hits though. Uh,
1: Seventeen. So 28 points.
0: misses, so twenty nine. It's AC. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, seven points of damage. It's injured. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this thing um, would be then, so
0: dead if it didn't have this resistance.
1: Uh no, you know what? Second attack.
0: Okay. Bring it on.
1: Uh 32 to hit. That's a hit. Perfect. Uh that's another fifteen points of slashing damage. Alright,
0: that's five.
1: That's it for my turn.
0: <sighs> this is like the worst fight for you guys just like something that's resistant to physical all right (laughs) Mukta physical magic that's true like there is it's really weak to certain kinds of magic if you just figure out what it is but
2: I have two cantrips flame and shield all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and flame didn't work Uh, I've got some other things but they're not prepared (laughs) um all right this is what I'm going to do Using my mobility, I'm going to stride here.
3: Okay.
0: Then I'm going to tumbling strike and go back there. Yep. running. (laughs) I like to just imagine you zigzagging through her legs, just like annoying her, right? So let me make that acrobatics check. Come on. Well, it's a success. success, but not a critical success, yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. So then I will strike it.
0: 23 is gonna miss.
2: Third action. I don't need to really use shield because I have dodge away anyway. Um I just realized that I, I should stop putting shield. Um <laughs> I'm going to third action uh, use what do you call knowledge again to try to find out what magic it could be. Okay. Week two.
0: It'll be slightly higher because it's the second recall knowledge you've attempted, but you're allowed yeah, to, to make don't it. don't have much else to do, so. No, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just using yeah. like anytime you use it, the the DC goes up. Oh boy. Oh, I I, you're not supposed to is know. Is you're not supposed to know. I gotta share it. You rolled a natural twenty. So the whole Where was I'm, not <laughs> I'm not supposed to share that, but I'm sharing it because it's awesome in this moment. So in, in that moment right there, it comes back to you what um what uh Morley was like droning on and out about golems, golems what do you say, what do you say? And it like right is like, um, actually if you ever fight a clay golem or stone golem usually, uh, you want to use cold or water magic because they are completely vulnerable to that sort of damage as it erodes the stonework. But don't use acid because it will heal it back up.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. everything so, magic then, earth magic will slow
4: it down
1: earth magic will slow it down so
0: it doesn't it, it will be unable to uh, move as much
2: alright and I'll yell out earth magic slows it down but we're in a tiny ass room so who cares
0: um, well it is... by slowed I mean it actually gets a slow condition it gets less actions on its turn
2: oh. oh, earth magic will slow it down that's good but uh, <laughs> it's weak to water and cold Definitely no acid. And I'm pointing at the huge ass dinosaur. You hear that? No <laughs> <is> acid.
0: <laughs> Very cool. All That's right. That's my turn. There we go. Uh no, cold, cold and water. Great turn. Got him.
1: Great yeah. natural it. 20.
3: Hal is going to go ahead and do uh, another Inspire Courage for one round. Okay. Like, has it been that many rounds already? Jeez. Yeah, it's round uh, yeah. four right now, right? Yeah. Well, it was four rounds, so I can good next round. I, I, I think you probably have three, one so more round. I think, yeah. One more round. Yeah. Okay, so I'll save that. Um, I will uh, move up here. Okay. I will attempt to do lay on hands to Nalara. Okay.
1: Thank you much. Ooh. Ooh, bless. You get 30
3: points of healing, plus 2 to AC for one round, and 10 10 foot movement increase for one round. Whoa! Nice!
1: Thanks, Al!
3: That's one, one... No, that's just, yeah, one stride, I'll step. Hoping it doesn't hit me again. I I, I I just had a
0: thought... I don't like when, the, when no, no. you have a thought I just had a thought because okay <laughs> I'm thinking back this is the theme of today is like let's bring out all the old items that we've been using to solve today's problems right you think back to a wand that somebody may have mm-hmm. on their person that I already did but I'm a freaking yeah, dinosaur you're <laughs> but you, did, you, have, you literally have a wand
4: that's like a fire hose right Yep. I just Got thought of that. So of cool. Water. Water. I was thinking about it. It's like, but now I'm, but just kind of good because I would have threw acid on it. So been
3: it. You know that
4: was coming.
3: You, <laughs> of <free> course. <laughs> yeah,
4: everybody else, but he would have liked it. Give me more.
0: All right. The golem gets its turn. Error, error, threat recalculating. Hey, that's not nice. Don't tell them my weakness. Turns towards you, Mukta, and sets its sights on you. All right, let's do this. Let's dance. So, first strike. <laughs> dodge away. Okay. <laughs> it's an eighteen Holy on the dice, shit. plus twenty four for a total of forty two. That's wow. a uh, definitely a crit by a lot.
2: What does dodge away do? It gives you bonus to your AC? Just plus one, and I can. If it misses, I can step.
0: Okay, It does not miss That's fine It deals 42 points of damage to you That's fine It is now Due to
2: um, Due to my feature Cornered Fury When physically outmatched You fight with unexpected ferocity If a foe of a larger size than you Critically hits and damages you That foe is is flat footed to
0: you For one round right, it's flat footed to you Mukta That's good uh, can you make a 42 saving throw for me? I can. Now it's going to kill you. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> uh, oh,
0: that's a fail. That is uh, technically it's a critical fail, but it doesn't really matter here. It's just a, a save or not. So you are affected by like where it hits you. Like he pulls back, little shards of clay are like still inside of you. Uh, you have a cursed wound.
1: Another one of this.
0: It's kind of like the same thing where it, it counteracts healing. You can't regain hit points except via magic. So magic can heal you, but anybody that's trying to heal you has to succeed on a counteract check. Or kill you. Like not the heal doesn't go through. And this goes away if you get full hit points, full. it goes away. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's fine. Alright, well that's his first strike. <laughs> Second strike. Uh 25! 25 misses. Yeah. And its third and final strike is a 27.
2: Just hits with my plus one. Oh, no. Dodge Away is. Let me see if Dodge Away lasts the whole round.
0: Either way it hits.
2: We either, it, would, it, it would
0: match it exactly. Yeah. 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 So either way it hits. There's no more one bonus? No, I don't think so. Damn. Okay. Uh, 20 points. All right. I'm still up. You did it. You survived a round of combat. All right, Clovis, and and Doc Nina in chat is giving Mukta a hero point. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Doc Nina. (laughs)
4: Okay, Uh, I'm going to take a jaw strike. 27. 27 misses. Mm. Uh, Take a tail attack.
0: 19 critically misses.
4: And do another tail strike.
0: Nineteen. Are you able to critically miss this?
2: D wild shape? Yeah. Might might be a better option if you can get that fire hose
0: out.
4: Yeah, I think so, because I ain't rolling with shit.
0: Alright. But he's dinosaur. So yeah, it's one action to uh to dismiss. Dismiss, dismiss. thank dismiss. you. So one action yeah, to dismiss, okay. so as one action you can leave wild shape and go back to clothes if you'd like.
2: Okay. Water and cold. No acid.
0: Yep. Right. You technically have a fourth action because of the haste. Okay. Yep. I'll do that to go back to Clovis. Okay.
1: Perfect. All right, new Lara. Alrighty. Uh, first action: striking him with encore's blade. Just okay. one action. Twenty uh, nine. So twenty nine to hit. A hit? Okay. That is a hit. Perfect. That would be 23 points of slashing damage. Almost
0: max damage.
1: Whew. Uh Second attack, another one with Encore's Blade. Your,
0: more chips coming off. Encore's k- k- Blade is going to need to be sharpened at the end of this fight because it's getting dull, man. Just hitting the stone.
1: <laughs> I know. Wet it! Ooh, that's a Uh hiss. 32. Uh, that would be... Twenty-two points of slashing damage.
0: Almost max damage again.
1: Uh, third action. I am going to use my third action to aid.
0: Who and what and how are I'm you? I'm going aiding?
1: to aid uh, Mukta on his next attack by using. Uh, I'm gonna try and like drag the construct a little bit so that he has like a clearer uh, okay. view to its weak point. Are you... Like that soft spot in the armpit, an athletics
0: check. Yep, an athletics check to reposition to help open a strike. Awesome. All right, Mukta, it's your turn.
1: Get the armpit!
0: (laughs) First action, (laughs) I'm going to strike it with uh, my rapier. It is flat-footed against me. It's flat-footed. It triggers Nulara's aid, so Nulara, make the athletics check. DC's 20, so... uh, 37. It's a critical success. Mukta, take an additional plus two to your roll. So it has a minus two circumstance penalty to its AC for being flat footed. A plus two circumstance bonus to your roll from the aid. And all, all your right. other bonuses. So this, this is an opening, right? This is all a right. crit right here. I can feel it coming.
1: Should have done this.
0: Now. In chat, send us your crit energy. Right. Come on.
1: We got a hero point from Doc Nina. Does I'm going the to use
0: a hero point. Please do. Do that. <laughs> Cause, god damn. Because yeah, uh, I'm in the market flat-footed, but it, it would still have missed.
2: Yeah. All right. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> flat-footed. It is flat-footed, but that should have been the crit. I rolled a five and a six.
0: <laughs> no, no, it does. Yeah, it, it's exactly the. It, it, I mean, all your you didn't get the crit, but the, all this work, it's exactly what you needed to hit. So it's a hit. <sighs> yeah. All right.
2: So that is twenty-two points of damage. All oh, that worked for twelve points of damage. It's badly injured. Uh, and then I'm going to um, stride ten feet half my movement uh-huh. without provoke, and then another ten feet half my movement. Yep. Dances away. Is it
1: debil- uh, debilitated?
2: no oh yes it is the pill because it is flat flat-footed and I dealt damage so it is enfeebled one
0: good point good call so that becomes uh, enfeebled one for one turn until the end of your turn and right
2: that is my turn
0: a five and a six <sighs> mook to mook to mook to change those dice and how
3: all right I will I don't know if I want to use that yeah, I'll use that. I'll step over here next to Mukta. Friend, I'm going to say uh, you put, need to put away the Raper and uh, pull out the Longbow. I'm just saying, you're a much better shot. And I will reach over and touch him and cast uh, play on Hands. Oops, that's not it. I'm not, ma- you're not undead. So I will heal you for 30 points. Uh, nice or is he very nice and I'll move back oh all no right. I'm not going to move back I will sing one round of Inspire Courage since it's right. now
0: expired everyone takes Inspire Courage for one round alright that is uh, the alright mm, mm, like you dance around like k- k- first action like mm, it like takes new Lara. it like does one sort of like Arm swipe and it tries to smash Nulara against the wall with its first strike. So that is.
1: Oh
0: whoa! <laughs> uh, ooh, a four on the dice for a twenty-seven.
1: Uh, quick shield block, so it misses.
0: Yeah, the shield block gets up in the last oh, second. Also,
1: reflexive, uh, reactive shield. Sorry.
0: Reactive shield, so that allows you to shield, raise your shield as a reaction against the strike, right? Yes. Shield goes up. Which makes it miss, so that you mm-hmm. absorb the blow of this thing. Second action. It begins to stride away from you towards your allies.
1: Uh,
0: or at least attempts to, because you well, do have... I, opportunity oh, that's to... <laughs> what I did. No, because I, I already used... I... It. Oh, that was your second reaction already. Yes, you're right. One as your... One for the aid, right? And then the other mm. one was this... Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, second action. Third action. Oh, wait, that
1: would have hit then, sorry.
0: No, you have, you have, you have a, oh. Yeah. Because that other reaction can only be used for, for, for what? For a
1: reactive shield. And not. And, and I used my reaction for aid already.
0: Right. hmm Yeah, you're so right. Hit. You're right. Okay.
1: But I would do quick shield block for this damage that's going to come up.
0: Can you shield block if you don't have your shield raise? is that what a uh, quick
1: shield block
0: yeah that, that allows you to use the reaction for that that's that's the thing you yeah. get a reaction for right
1: mm-hmm. wait let me make sure
0: yeah if not it's 14 be... damage or less if you if you do it you
1: can bring the shield into place yeah oh
0: yeah it allows you to shield block but it doesn't allow it doesn't um you have to have your shield raised in order to do shield block oh
1: never mind okay i'm yeah. taking it
0: so you take the 14. So then steps back this way, gets close towards like all these squishy people over here. I think it's gonna like focus its sight on Hal as it says, Shh. no music in the library. Smack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, blurred. <laughs> uh,
2: flat check, negative.
0: Oh, that is, a, I get a flat check. Yeah, it's gonna miss Ooh. anyways.
2: Technically, you wrote the four, so should that count for the flash?
0: Well, either <laughs> way, it it it, it, it misses, misses right? So, uh, it, it, it tries to hit one of the howls and hits the wrong one, right? But like the fifth shatters on the ground and it doesn't go away, right? It just stays. the The blur is not like used yeah. up. It's not like mirror image or anything. All right, Clovis. No. All
4: right, so Clovis, uh, first action. I'm gonna pull out my wand of.
0: Digged in that bag for that Wanda Quench. All right, and then what do I do to use it? Try clicking Use Wand and see what happens. I don't know. There Is we that go. Two actions, technically. It's one action. Oh well, it depends on where he keeps it, right? Technically, I'll. Shut I'll... down your pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's got the. Yeah. Yeah, he, it's in his backpack, oh. so technically it's two actions to get it out. But he has haste. Even though it's supposed to be used yep. for stride and strike only, I'll allow him to move really quick and use up his fourth action <laughs> okay. to, on this. All right. So make that attack roll. Um, it's flat-footed because of Mukta, so that's good. Oh, it's a, it's a save uh, or attack? It's I don't know. It has attack it's and save, so.
2: It's only flat-footed for me for that round.
0: Oh, right, right. It was depilating strike. Yeah. Uh, 30 still hits. Um, that's a good point, so... You cause the air. Fire creatures. Seems like it's a safe. So you just cause the air. So it's not an attack. It's like the whole area just fills with uh, water vapor, right? Non-magical files within the area are automatically extinguished. There's no fire. Fire creatures within the area take damage. It is a water spell. So this thing is automatically. Let me just read what it says. Because, whatever, because here's the way. Whatever spell you're doing doesn't actually matter here. What it matters is the tag type. So the, the quench spell as itself doesn't deal damage except for to fire creatures. But gotcha. because you're targeting it with a water effect, it's going to take area damage because this is like an area spell of water type, which does hurt it. So I'm going to throw you guys a bone here and just allow you to roll the straight up single target damage. Clovis, can you roll 5d10 damage for me? Ooh. and I will make a basic fortitude the
4: shade. let's see how I do oh that's
0: much better 44. than uh 29 <laughs> is actually a... so yes so yeah I don't know anyways I'm just gonna give them the full damage 44 points of so you watch as the water just starts eroding the stones away starts crumbling that did a lot of damage Water is definitely the way to go. And um, it looks like you can sustain the spell turn after turn. Yes. Perfect. Yep. All right. Oh, that works.
4: That's my turn. Sweet.
0: All right. As if I wasn't mean enough, at this point, as you're sustaining the spell on this creature, uh, something like Nulara behind you, you hear the door knob begin to move. And um, on the other side of the door, you just see, like, the door opens. And standing on that side in this loud combat, there's this knight head to toe in, like, armor. Almost looks, like, animated. The armor is almost partly animated with some kind of creature. And uh, as it opens the door, it says, Ah, cousin, we have guests. And grabs his blade. And he joins the fray, Nulara.
1: Oh, it's my turn.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, his turn was to join like move up, open the door and join. He like opens the door and then like his third action is to like grab his blade in both hands and be ready.
1: Alright. Uh, I yell out, finish him! And then I also and then I would also add, I think Mukta sustained a bleed earlier. Make sure he's alright. And then I will uh, attack this animated creature. Right in front of me, the golem. Okay,
2: Kill the golem
0: first. We'll deal I with, will try. Deal with
1: Should I close the door? <laughs> <laughs> I was really, lock I was it. honestly thinking about it. You
0: have the ability, hey, man, you're to the you can use your shield hand to interact, right?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so you could
1: <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> I close the door, slam the door. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, one, <laughs> one attack with the chorus blade.
2: It'll have to use an action to open it, so that's not a bad
0: idea. Uh, uh, 30 to hit. 30 hits.
1: Okay, uh, so that would be... uh, 13 points of damage. All right. And then I'll take... Yeah, and then I'll take a step here.
0: Okay. That's the end of my turn. Mukta, it's flanked.
2: All right. I'm going to strike it. Go
0: ahead. Oh come on! You have a hero point in chat from chat, right? So you have one hero point left for tonight if you'd like to use Which... it. That was a three. That was the one that came from Doc Nina. Did you? I, I, already,
2: you I already, I already used it. You already that used was it. Was you did.
0: I... You did. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. A three on the dice plus nineteen is twenty-two. That's a miss.
2: Yeah. I mean, we've got to kill this thing. So I'm going to take a second strike.
3: I told you to shoot it with your bow. You're much better. It's
2: too close. <laughs> And then uh, The rapier actually has a higher
0: <laughs> It's uh, flat-footed? It's flat-footed, <laughs> but it still misses Oh my god Alright, and then uh, Third action, I will aid Nulara With a 25 on the dice, by the way For our podcast listeners
2: Yes, my apologies Third action, I'm going to aid Nulara
0: Okay Aiding Nulara
2: In which way? Uh, I'm going to faint and attack. Perfect. Hal, uh, does my injury do anything at the end of my turn?
0: Uh, no. Okay. Oh, actually, wait. I, I just realized you got healed after, like, Hal healed you after you got thirty points, healed. yeah. But you had that effect on you, right? You didn't make the counteract check. Ah. Uh. But it's too late because it was like two turns ago, so that's on me. Uh So we'll say you successfully counteracted it, Hal. So, Hal.
3: Hal will continue to sing and then start doing some magic As you see shadows gather around his form and a line of dark energy courses through this creature and Hal chooses... Cold damage and he will do Shadow Blast.
0: Oh you had cold damage in your pocket after all.
1: Blast that shadow. And
0: all right. according to Delvin, golems yeah. are automatically harmed. That's
2: that's the, the way down.
0: I can read it too. So are you doing you're doing Thank a you a thirty foot oh, sorry, a uh, Fifty foot line. Fifty foot line through it, five D eight, cold damage. Uh can you roll five D ten for me actually? Whoa. Uh, any cold Here damage Any cold damage or fire damage Kill Deals em. deals uh, 5d10 Nice Takes the full uh, 27 points It's near death but it's still up Damn Kill him But that is a very versatile spell That is cool If I just hit it once <laughs> Once <laughs> Oh, there you go. Um, okay, so at the start of its turn now, it makes a DC five flat check, <laughs> and it something could have happened, but it doesn't. Oh. Uh, and it. All right. First thing it does is uh, target Clovis in the back. Long fist right over Mookta's head. Crunch. A nice jab <laughs> against Clovis. That's a 19 on the dice For a 42 total Yeah I think that's a critical hit That's a critical hit on Clovis uh, 50 That was a 9 and a 6 On the dice for 52 points Of bludgeoning damage Technically it's One more but I forgot to take Enfeebled one off But that's okay 52 points Okay Oof uh, Punches Clovis once Reaches out and tries to smash Hal with its second attack. Uh, fortitude save,
2: I believe.
0: Uh, it's a flat check, right? What's the Fortitude save for?
2: Doesn't don't. don't
0: oh, for Clovis. To Clovis makes the Fortitude save. I'm gonna make a flat check for um, blur. Uh, Damn. is gonna hit. Okay. Clovis got a
2: twenty.
0: Yeah, Clovis got an natural twenty. Can I save that for something else? But I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the flat check goes through. So the strike does go through. It targets the right one this time. 10 on the dice is 29 total. Mm-hmm. So that hits uh, 23 damage on Hal. All right. And the last strike on Mukja. Last strike on Nulara Lara, actually. Uh, 12 on the dice is a 26, which misses by uh, one. Misses.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, that's its turn. Oh, you know what? Because it hasn't used this ability yet, it uses the quickened ability, which you can oh. use once, once a day, and it becomes okay. quickened. So it gets one. Oh, you know what? It becomes quickened. Be quickened sand. No, no. Actually, this doesn't. It doesn't work the way I thought it did. Uh. So it can't use it because it already used oh. all three actions. It takes an action to get itself the quickened condition. I should have done it earlier. Mm. Oh wait, is it a free action? Damn.
4: Nope.
0: It is a free action. But ah, it gives itself yeah. a quick end, but it's going to get one extra action next turn. Got nah. it. All right. Clovis.
4: Okay. I'm going to, I'm sustaining the water. Right.
0: You're sustaining the water. Roll 5d10 damage. I don't think it's going to survive. That is 41. Whoa. That's just sick damage last two turns. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. The water cr- crumbles. This, uh, 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 the golem like crumbles in upon itself in the middle of the room and becomes nothing more than like a muddy pile of like dust and dirt as the, uh, the the golem of Bokor is like, have a nice day.
1: (laughs) What a good nature.
0: (laughs) Oh, but it dies. Sweet.
2: (laughs) You still have two actions. There is going to be something coming through this door. <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
3: nice to see you there.
0: Not now.
4: occupado So that the quench is the sustain is that just one action. Yep. Do I have two left or was it two? Okay. Yep. And it's gonna
0: move down. You sound quiet as well. Corner. I think you might be far from your mic.
4: Is it? No. I'm now like, Right up on my mouth. Oh really? Okay. And then I'm gonna raise my shield. Okay.
0: Technically, you have one more action Just the quick condition. But he has the quick oh. condition. Um, you can command Mushi <laughs> to come from the room or stay away.
2: Close the door. Command Mushi to close the other door.
0: <laughs> we're, yeah. We're making I'll a lot of noise. All right, you yep. give one action to Mushi, gets two actions. What would you like Mushi to do with his two actions?
4: Uh, he is going to fly into the room and shut the door.
0: Alright, uh does Mushi Mushi does not have the effects that allow him to manipulate objects and closed doors, I don't think. Does he? Oh, uh Oh can just bounce into it. But it's it's he's tiny and this is heavy. There is there is literally an action that says be able to interact uh, with stuff. I don't think he has it. Give me give me a strength check for Mushi. <laughs> it's not interacting, he's just putting his weight like an athletics check. Sorry, an athletics check.
4: Oh yeah, he does, sorry. Uh, I guess I gotta go all the way across the side. (laughs)
0: Wait, I mean, he just went really fast,
4: so he's got that like he's trying to get that.
1: Mushi saves the day.
0: (laughs) And he's flying right into the door. That's a natural twenty for Mushi to successfully close this door and shut this like heavy vault door (laughs) behind him. Like, shut. It opens outward. He slams it. I don't know. Maybe it opens inward. And and yeah, Mushi's closes the door, like sealing you guys in here. All right, good natural twenty. Uh, so on the other side of the door, there's a quick moment where this guy's like, he he like opened the door with his free hand, and then he had to use an action because it's it's actually an action to regrip your sword with two hands, and so it like re-grip the sword, <laughs> and then you close the door, and it's like, <sighs> <laughs> so it uses a free action to release its grip, one action to open the door. <gasps> I don't you it was a good idea to close the door. <laughs> I wanted
1: to initially. <laughs> and I'll go with my gun next. It's so funny.
0: One action to like step through. Uh-huh. What if he didn't come in and we just kept closing? <laughs> I know, that's why I had to step through.
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> and then his, his third action, he regrips the sword with two hands and as he does, you watch the sword like burst with frost shards. The whole thing is crumped. Like the sword is covered in frost as he grips it. And that's actually his whole turn because you guys closed the door on him. That's hilarious. (laughs) Mulara.
1: First action, uh, attacking uh, it with Encora's blade.
0: Yes. This, by the way, is an undead.
1: Oh, sweet. Okay, first attack would be a 39 to hit.
0: Hit, not a crit.
1: Whoa. Okay. Uh, He takes 16 points, yeah, 16 points of slashing damage, plus one um, positive for my spirit strike.
0: So, uh, yeah, he takes 17 points of damage.
1: Sweet, right? Positive damage. Actually,
0: for the first time in a long time since we might've got this, the sort of, Blessing that was given to you by uh Phrasma Phrasma! Deals an additional one point of damage to the undead.
1: Woo! Because that
0: Start. is another one point of damage that it deals, so I didn't add it to your character sheet, but I will. That was a long time ago. So it takes one more point of damage, even.
1: Okay. Uh, second attack. Another one with Encore's Blade. That would be 22 to hit.
0: Twenty-two is a miss.
1: Okay, uh third action. Uh uh third action I'm gonna stride forward. On. Move. There you go. Okay. Stride forward
0: right there. Uh as you stride you try to move mm-hmm. and he like whips the sword out and takes a strike at you. Okay. That is a seven on the dice for a thirty-one. Uh hit. Hit not a crit.
1: Not a crit. So it
0: doesn't it doesn't uh I guess it wouldn't stop your move anyways, but uh as he hits you with his frosted greatsword, he deals 31 points wow. of damage. Part of it is slashing, part of it is cold.
1: Uh what is the slashing? Okay, okay I'll just take it and then add two.
0: Shift okay. Click. That is my turn. Okay.
2: Mukta. Alright. First action, I'm going to stow my rapier. Okay. Um, take a step. And then quick draw my short bow. Perfect. It's not flat footed, unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately. Eight on the dice, 27 total. That's gonna miss. Mm hmm. Uh, that's my turn. Hal.
2: I don't think I've rolled above a 10. <laughs> oh, no,
3: yeah. Keep singing. Inspire Curves for one round. Okay. And then I think we'll... Uh, I'll cast... I'll hit Nulara with a Soothe. I think fourth okay. Level. Yeah, no, you're good. Good. Nice. 46 Six. points of healing.
1: Damn!
0: Yeah, that works. All right. All right, What's Clovis. Up?
4: All right. Clovis is... Money to uh, disrupt undead.
0: Okay. This thing is gonna make its fortitude save. That is a seven on the dice for a twenty-eight, which is a failure. Failure. Not a critical fail, but it is a failure. So go ahead and roll damage on that disrupt undead. Oh, that's a lot of ones. Sixteen. Can't trip still, so not bad. Ooh, uh So here's the thing, as you reach out to do this, it does hit, but there's a pulse of negative energy off this thing. It is so sacrilegious that it tries to counteract your positive spell. So I have to make a roll here. Uh, that's a four on the dice, 21. No, it's not enough to counteract your spell. So you can feel your spell meets its like, like unholy aura, and you push through and hit it for the full 16 points of damage. Nice. And you still have one action. Two, technically. Two, with the stride. Two, right? One um, has to be a stride or a strike. The other can be whatever.
4: Okay. Um.
0: So this stride or strike, I can pull... Can I pull something out with one of those actions? Stride is move and strike is attack. And those. Is, that's it. I already let a you feeling. interact with it earlier, but technically, no. But you still have a fraction you okay. could use in addition. Depends on what you're trying to do. Um, oh, I was going to
4: pull something out of my bag. I mean, you
0: have a... Th- Well, and I'm gonna raise my shield. Well, it's one action to take the backpack off. You've already taken the backpack off, but you left it in the corner where Mushi is. So that's that's the way it works. You take it's one action to take your backpack off, and then the second action to go through it and get what you want. Okay. So. All right.
4: Um, I think technically uh, your backpack
0: is probably in the corner with Mushi. Okay. I'll uh. I'll just. You can give Mushi one action, and he has two. He can get whatever you want and bring it to you. Yeah, I'll do that. So, what are you trying to get?
4: I'm trying to get a uh, one of my holy waters out of my bag.
0: Nice. So, yeah, Mushi is able to pull a holy water out of your bag, and he can stride over to you. Or you can with stride over to him, to him with your stride action. Yeah. It's up to you.
4: I'll stay there, and then uh, I'll raise my shield.
0: Okay. It is late. Thanks for hanging in there. Just going to do it for us this week on Abomination Falls, A cliffhanger, mid-combat. We're going to pick up at the start of next episode. With, like, initiative off the top. Like, not even initiative, just go. Top of the combat. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Thank you to Nina, Richard, Mike, and Rick for playing with me. It's a fun night as always. Thank you to everyone live with us now at Twitch. And later, if you're watching on our YouTube or listening to us on your podcast, thank you for the support. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us everywhere we are. Uh, Huge shout out to our patrons, our current active patrons, uh, David Sims and Mike M. Thank you, David and Mike. Thanks guys. You guys are on fire. Go to look at patreon.com slash recall knowledge and you can get some behind the scenes look and early releases of these videos. Big thank you to Molten Hosting for providing our server hosting and making it so easy. Use the referral code recall knowledge, that's one word, for one month free of service. I don't even think I said that at the top of the show. Probably should have. Check them out at, <laughs> at moltenhosting.com. Big thank you to the Rollsmith for the awesome dice you saw here today, even though Luke didn't roll higher than a 10. It's not the Rollsmith's fault. (laughs) not. For the holidays, go buy a set for your GM. And then as a bonus, when she installs it, you're going to get to use it. It's a win-win for everyone involved. Go buy a set and share it with your gaming group. And guys, we're going to pick up next week in the middle of the vault as you've defeated the clay golem of Belcora. You are facing against Belcora's cousin, Kalito oh. Harovex, who is some sort of like undead knight here in the vaults, guarding her most precious secrets. And maybe next week, if we're lucky, we'll get to see what those secrets are. So get to the second room. <laughs> You'll have to tune in next week to find out what it is. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and goodbye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye, guys.
1: Night.
0: Stay safe out there.
4: And may the force be with you.
2: And also with you.